What's up? This is Shane from Valencia and P.O.R., and you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 83 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, he's back, baby, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matora. You can't get rid of me that easy, my friend. <laughs> it is Saturday, March 24th, uh, 2018, at 7.44 a.m. as we sit here and record, and quite frankly, before we get into any plugs or anything like that, I'm very thankful to be sitting here doing this episode with you. Yeah, so we'll give you a little peek behind the curtain. Um was it last week's episode we last recorded? Thursday well, night, yeah. Last Thursday night. Last Thursday night we recorded. I was driving home. Some jackass decides to make just a left out of nowhere. Boom, I hit him straight on going about 45. Car is completely totaled. Uh, my Subaru saved my life. Doctors and everyone said if I didn't have my seatbelt on, I was a goner. I would have you know, probably broke my neck and shot through the windshield. But thankfully, I'm a smart man and I have my seatbelt on. And I'm still here and happy to do the next episode. Sorry I couldn't make the the Shane bonus interview, but I knew it was in good hands. We have that coming out Monday. That was done this past Thursday, just two days ago, uh, on the 22nd. But yeah, this was last, what's this? It's 24th, so it's the 18th. So it was the 15th. 15th or 16th, something like that, um, that this happened. So uh, that's the last time I saw Sam. That's the last time we recorded an episode, but... You know, Sam drives, what, 20, 25 to 30 minutes Easy. to be here uh, to do the episode. So I'm just happy that you're you're up here again. And it, it, even though it was only 10 days ago, it feels like an yeah, eternity. It, it, it def- at least for me, it feels long because, I've, I've, as you can imagine, I've been in a lot of pain, which I still am in yeah. since then. But I just want to thank everyone from, from Instagram to from Facebook sending me kind words and messages. And I greatly appreciate it. It's uh I know. I noticed that when I started booing my intro, you started to snip like like a little, a little bit of a snicker, a little bit of a smile, because I feel like we both know that um, you can't take this stuff for granted. You know? No, no. I mean, especially how you know quick it actually happened. Like I it happened so fast, I didn't even have time to react. Like I told it, like you know, the insurance guys, like what could you have done? I was like, the only way I could have avoided this if I physically disappeared. That was the only way I was avoiding this one. Were you going 88 miles an hour? Because then you could have 88.8? No. Because no. then you could have DeLorean I mean, back to the future. If I was going that fast, I probably wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't be here. But thankfully, yeah. I was. And God, my Subaru, you saved me. Uh, you know, as weird and difficult as it is to transition, yeah, I, we, we want to get to the show. We just know? wanted to give you guys, I mean, even though most people knew, yeah. we just wanted to like hit it or hit it early just so get it out the way. Yeah. Um, and now I feel weird. Go subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I guess you can. Um, I promise you, we'll give you sob stories every single week. But this is a serious one that involved one of my best friends and probably my oldest friend um, to this point. So, like, it's it means a lot to me that you're still here, you know, hanging out even ten days afterwards. That of all the pain you were through, you got up on at seven in the morning and still drove up here well, to think, do the show. The thing for me, it's you know, I usually sleep on my stomach, yeah. and I can't yet. So I haven't really been sleeping. Like the, my, even I barely slept before. Imagine now, it's much less. I hear you. Uh, so, um, well, we did do an interview the other night. Uh, I was privileged to uh, interview Shane Henderson, the lead singer of Valencia and the Everything of Promise of Redemption, uh, or at least the mind behind, because he did mention he's got a, a band he's kind of working with now. So um, that interview will be dropping Monday, the 26th. So you're hearing this one most likely Saturday, Sunday. <clears throat> Excuse me. Somewhere along those lines, but we're going to have the Shane Henderson episode dropping. Uh, awesome freaking dude. 
awesome guy. Just under an hour. We had a ton to talk about. Yeah, I, I can't wait to listen to it. And of course, like, yeah, we nerded out at the end. I said, we nerded out I said, at the end. Yeah, I believe it. Hardcore. I will say this. He was the first guest that we had on that wasn't really a movie guy, but TV and games. Hardcore. Okay. We were, I, we, were, I, we got into it. I, I figured there was, there was games. It involved. was pretty, pretty yeah. cool, man. I had a great time. Um, really looking forward to everybody hearing that episode. And if you used to listen to Valencia, like a lot of our audiences in the tri-state area, uh, up in the Northeast, but we have people that listen to the show all across the country, all across the world. Um, last I checked, it was Japan, Russia, Canada, Sweden rounded out our top five for most countries that listened, uh, to the show. But if, You've heard of Valencia and you're like, holy crap, I haven't heard of them in years because they took a hiatus back in 2011, um, came back in 2016 for a couple shows, but it's been a long time. This is an, a great opportunity to jump back in. And if you've never heard of them, now's your chance to listen to Promise of Redemption uh, and or Valencia because they are just fantastic projects and Shane's a great dude. So really excited to drop that interview. And remember, we do bonus episodes all the freaking time. We have another one coming up um, a week from a little bit less than a week from now, we have them coming up on the 29th uh, with the studio Inti Creates. They're the minds behind Blaster Master Zero on the Switch, uh, uh, Mighty Gunvolt Burst, which is one of my favorite speed games of all time, Mega Man 10, uh, a bunch of other Mega Man games, as a matter of fact, um, Gal Gun. So, like, fantastic video games. This studio has been kind enough to come on the show. Matt Papa, who is the, uh, I believe, the producer of localization or uh, director of it i believe he's a huge part of localizing and producing these games he's actually from jersey too so it works out he'll be calling us from japan oh wow we'll be skyping we'll be skyping oh, but say, he'll be live I from say, he's not calling my cell phone <laughs> he'll, be, <laughs> he'll be skyping us in from japan just let that, that sink in. We're going to have an episode with a dude from Japan on the show. Really, really looking forward to that. Um, we have another bonus interview coming up in less, a little less than a month or a little over a month with a band called The Insides. They record at the Lumberyard. Um, then we have another one we still can't announce because uh, we're still working through a date. And that, and we have a couple more in the, in the you know, going back and forth, yeah. but can't really talk about those just yet. But again, subscribe for all of those bonus episodes. Plus, you know, we have 83 other episodes yes. that we've done together. <laughs> a lot uh, of hours. <laughs> that, that you're going to get great content for. Uh, this is episode 83. Um, so remember, hit the subscribe, follow button, whatever it is, to go listen to the other 82, uh, plus the dozen bonus episodes we've already done. Um, leave us a rating, leave us a review. I don't care if it's one star, three star, five star, whatever you want. Just, you know, be honest. Yeah. But we read all of our iTunes reviews on the air, no matter what it is. We were lucky enough that all of the ratings that were left so far have all been five stars. Let's knock on wood. Let's knock on wood, right. Uh, but please, help us out. It's honestly what keeps the show going if you just take... A minute and a half and just write us a review um, leave us a star rating just anything you can do on any of the services you listen to and we've also applied for a new service and we're waiting on that to happen um, so hopefully again knock on wood that that happens that would be a huge win uh, for the show if we can get it on that platform we'll see uh, how that goes but um you know, because I felt bad for you and I'm a good friend and, and, you know, I felt a little bit of, ah, oh, you know what? Sam needs to pick me up. Uh, I got us Avengers tickets, man. Me, you and Pope G are going the night before it drops Thursday, the 26th of April. We're going. Hell, hell yeah. And it, it, it's, 
it's funny because like everything you hear, it's like they're breaking every record. I'm pretty sure Woodhaven, Franklin Mills, the shame, they're all going to be sold out. So I was like, huh, I probably won't see it till like the first weekend. Then you text me that. I was like, all right, cool. I don't got to worry about anything. I am. We, we're going to, I mean, you got to come from work yeah. and go because there's no assigned seats here. Oh, damn. It's a regal. They don't do assigned seats. So we got to find three seats next to each other. So I'm going to get, I'm going to get there about 530. I'm just going to stand in line. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, I live down the street from it, and I work down the street. I might get there five fifteen. I don't know. Oh god! Um, but Pope Joy is going to come up as soon as he can, and I'll hold the place in line as best I can. Um, but I went on the other AMC theaters, like Nishamini, Woodhaven, yeah. Franklin Mills, all those places, to say like, "Oh, let's grab some assigned seats," and or is there a better time for two D? I just wanted yeah. IMAX. I don't need three D. Uh, and the only seats that were available the were front. either the handicaps or the um, the s- front seats along the sides just one of them oh, so wow. me you and ryan would be sitting in i, I mean hey I've, each- I've had to do that a few times I mean, once you get there you kind of get used to it like you just have to get adjusted you know? i just don't want to watch the avengers from a 45 degree angle <laughs> I, I don't blame you i don't blame you it's- and, it's, and you figure it's what it's two hours and 40 minutes so we're gonna be there for a while it's gonna be yeah. so long yeah. plus the the previews of that are gonna be longer than 20 minutes because hey, of how hyped time that did, movie the time is did you get the, the movie to start uh, i believe seven all right well, i got that yeah i believe seven plus you're gonna have you know, three years of of previews so i think you'll be on time <laughs> good 20 minutes yeah at, at least previews are usually 21 minutes for a normal movie i would not be surprised if they do more it would be like half hour i mean it'd be nice if they actually gave us like a venom trailer besides oh, a tom hardy God. tease of a thriller <laughs> which I mean, wasn't even nice. good yeah so i would like to see that at least we have there's a, a you know we've talked a million million freaking times in the show about like toys r us and they're going out of business and all these lost jobs da 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 well a group of investors came together and they said we want to save toys r us Oddly enough, they said, okay, it's going to take about a billion dollars oh, for us it? to save Toys R Us. We so they have uh, put their funds together, and they've raised a start to that. Great. That's awesome. How much? Oh, okay. $200 million out of a billion dollars. Okay. So what about the other $800 million? Well, we're going to try and go fund me. So they want to go fund a freaking billion-dollar GoFundMe, and they want the community, us, you and I, to raise $800 million, okay? Um, I got a little interference here. Excuse me. I crossed streams a little bit. So they probably didn't even cross a million. They had a lot of fuzz going on. Uh Uh-oh. Let's see. The cable? Um, uh, We might be all right. Uh, We're all right now. I think we're all right now. Um, okay, so in two days, in two days, they have raised $39,000. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Dude, video games get more than that. Like, well, we, we might as well just say, rest in peace, Toys R Us. In two days, they've raised $200,039,983. So forty grand in two days. And it's because people are donating what they can, which is amazing. But $5, I mean, if $5, $5. What do you want? I mean, if, How many people? if everyone in the world maybe put <laughs> five, $5, five, ten bucks, yeah, we could do it. Yeah. But I don't think... People want or need Toys R Us that bad. It's insane. I have no. Um, I, I have. I mean, first of all, this is kind of like a fu. Like, oh, you want Toys R Us and they're overpriced toys? Pay us eight hundred million and then still play or still yeah. go buy the toys at that ridiculous. I mean, it's price. good to see like you know 
people are actually going to Toys R Us. Like I've a couple times where I passed up my local Toys R Us and it's it's jam packed. I'm like it's good to see everyone kind of going in there, maybe just clearing out the stocks or whatever. But which brings shelves. me which brings me to a point of our buddy Ion Ryan. Go check out that show and or his YouTube page. Um, Ryan Simmons, the Millennium Man. He put a status out there about Toys R Us. Um, because they keep like postponing their yep. liquidation, liquidation and yep. all this stuff. And this was what he wrote Thursday night, and you can see it. Like you can see how yeah. it makes sense. I feel like Toys R Us just wanted attention, so they're faking this whole closure thing. All these rumors about a mystery buyer, all these delays with liquidation. Meanwhile, every store is jam packed and being cleared out at full retail price, which makes yeah. no, total it's, sense. It's kind of ingenious. <laughs> that was Toys R Us's way, but then they lost their founder the other day, ninety four years old. That was sad. I was so, like, oh, the poor guy. Like yeah. he hears like his store that he started. They're all closing down and just. 94 years old, like, dies a week later. It's like, ah, oh, come on. It's, it's it's insane how this world works and the symmetry that, that you know, happens in it. But uh, there's your joke of the week, which is the Toys R Us GoFundMe. Give me an effing for $800 million by the public. If you flipped it and it was $800 million, I bet you that would be a better – I mean, that's, again, don't, don't get me wrong. It's a lot of money for investors. But. Even then, it's still like, holy shit. Like, sure. even if it was $1 million, I'd be like, oh, it's going to be tough, guys. <laughs> Well, Sam, we are at our trivia section. It is eight for uh, for you, seven point five for me. I'm right on your tails. We're getting to the tail end of this. Uh, it's first to eleven. Win by two. You get the question straight away. It's one point. You need the answers. It's a half of a point. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to? Yeah, I'll go first because this revolves around my. Um, I pick, figured pick it out. Week. If my cell phone is touching either wire because I'm plugged in right now because I have no battery. It gets fuzzy. It gets fuzzy. Okay. So huh? this is going to be annoying. Things, the things we learn. Okay. What DC movie <sighs> oh, was geez. Bill Finger first given credit for? Who the hell's Bill Finger? A writer? Co-creator of Batman. Okay. What movie? First DC movie. <sighs> like... DCEU of the There's five DC, DC movies. So this could go back to the 1988 Batman. We'll, we'll start. I'm, uh, we won't count the 1960s. Okay. We'll start with the 89, 89 Batman. Batman. I know. So God knows there's a shit ton of Batman movies. Batman Returns. Final answer. Final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. Is it Batman? It was Batman v Superman. Dawn of Justice. Oh, wow. Holy shit. That, that, that's kind of why the, my pick of the week is, is so like after all these years. Yeah. Basically, one of the main creators of Batman who is finally given credit. <clears throat> so yeah, in Street Fighter. Okay, Blanca. What is his country of origin? You got to put yourself in the stage when you go to I'm, pick I'm, the I'm, stage. I'm, I'm looking at him right now. And the airplane that flies across the screen in Street Fighter Two. Could be. God, it could be anything. Could even be a boat. And, uh, let, let me let me hear. Just if I get it, I'm up a half a point, or I'm up a full point. You up a full point is, is uh, no it. risk for you yeah. since I already got it wrong. Uh, Portugal, Brazil, Argentina, Colombia. Shit, go Brazil. Brazil is correct. Oh shit! Very nice. I can't. I'll give you this one. Very nice. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. So it's eight point five. Because if 7. not, I was going. I was going to say something completely wrong. Russia. I was. I was going to say like I don't know, like Africa or something. Okay. So somewhere like you know, big. I don't know. Somewhere big, 
I don't know. I love it. <laughs> we're back. Ladies and gentlemen. Sam, don't make me laugh. It still hurts, guys. Uh, we're going to start off in the movies, or I'm sorry, the music section tonight. We're going to continue our March Madness bracket. We are on to the second round. Um, so, Sam, I need your phone out so you can type the winners. Um, we're also going to do the Sweet 16 as well. So, we're going to knock out two rounds tonight, uh, or this morning, of. The uh, music bracket that we started on episode 82, if you missed the first round and you don't want spoilers, go back to episode 82, go towards the end. It was one of the last things we did that night. Um, go to the music section for that. So we're going to start out there. we got some awesome WWE stories. We're just going to get those out of the way. Uh, we have movies, then TV. We're going to end the night with gaming, one story and other, so not really ending the night there. And then our pick of the week, Sam... The music, round two of the Sweet 16 bracket. We start off in the drive-thru records. <clears throat> excuse me. We start off in the drive-thru records um, region, if you will. And it is Newfound Glory versus Something Corporate. I would go Something Corporate as me. I, He's do we have anything the, to flip? I don't think so. Have, Newfound I, Glory, 20 years of rocking. i have a quarter here. Versus Something Corporate, one record. Uh, let me see. We have something to flip. Yeah, I got something to flip here. Right. Hold on. I'm I got it. I got There's it. There's a remote. Yeah, that works. But I'm going to have to catch it. All right. Because I'm not letting it bounce on the ground at 8 in the morning. Ashley will kill me. Um, yeah, right now it's 8 a.m., which is crazy. We've already been on for almost 20 minutes. For me, you do glory. 20 years of rock and roll, mm-hmm. still doing their thing. Something Corporate broke up. Their music is incredible. But, you, dude, Newfound Glory was the reason I listened to this type of music. Yeah. It's going to be I, tough I, for me I, to knock I them out. I, I never it's going to take a coin flip. Yeah, course, so we're going to flip it. Fuck uh, that bad boy. Heads uh, for NFG, mm-hmm. something corporate. Right, cool. That's fine. Something corporate. I'll take it. Something corporate with the upset. <laughs> the UMBC upset over Newfound Glory. RIP Newfound Glory, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is torture. The starting line versus the early November. Early November. It has to be, but that's like a oh, shame. It, We've had to knock out Dashboard and starting line for the early November. I have a strong feeling they're going to end up in the finals. <laughs> yeah, they could. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. That is, that is torture. Uh, gym Class Heroes versus Yellow Card. I think we're both in yeah, agreement. We're going to go with Yellow Card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, f- oh, my God. Fallout Boy versus Panic at the Disco. I'll go Fallout Boy. I'm going Panic at the Disco. Flip that bad boy. All right. Oh, my God. Do the same thing. Do yeah. Panic at the Disco heads. and oh my God. They're both still around. They're both still crushing it. They're both still playing Wells Fargo now when they come to Philly instead of the TLA. Yeah, they're, 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 they're lit, as the kids say nowadays. <laughs> New phone who dis. Um, oh, God. Do I? No, I got to stick with my guns here and hey, go with Panic go, at the Disco. Um, I, I have like a shameless love for them. It's pretty yeah, sad. <laughs> All right. Panic at the front here yeah. and fall out boy back. All right. Cool. Panic at the disco yeah. moves on. All right. Or 101. Panic at the disco moves on. The face yellow card. Uh, okay. Moving over to the other side. Was it? We had all time low versus forever. The sickest kids who won that. It was all time low. It was. Yes. It was all time low. So all time low versus under oath. I'm going all-time low. Yeah, I'd agree with that. All-time low moves on. We have Thrice versus the main. Thrice being the six seed, the main being the three. I'm going with the upset. I'm going with, with uh, Thrice over the main. Yeah, that sounds about right. Let's go Thrice. I was, I was 50-50. I never got into both like that. Oh, I'm but. sorry. The main's a two seed. Holy smokes. Thrice, dude. Yeah. I I know who they are just from you and Yomachi. Artist in the Ambulance, man. One of the best records I've ever heard to this day. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, Blink-182 versus Jimmy Eat World. Blink. Yeah. That, come on. It's just crazy. It's all crazy. This is all... Jimmy Eat World beat Mike Hem, so... Which I'm I'm not really a fan of Mike Hem anyway. Uh, and then, oh, Taking Back Sunday or Green Day? <laughs> wow. I, I'd probably have to go Green Day just for my legacy. Up, yeah. yeah, my legacy. The yeah, first, you have to. The first cassette I ever had was the cassette of Green Day Dookie. I always say it's one of my favorite records it of is. all time. From beginning there is almost no way I can't have Green Day move on. That is Green Day the one seed in this bracket? No? Uh, Blink is. Okay. okay. Well, sense. that's going to be a freaking yeah. battle if they get to that point. All right, now, the Sweet 16, the second round, or the third round, technically, moving on, is something corporate yep. and the early November. Yep. I, I think we're both in unanimous yeah. decision yeah. that it's the early November moving on to the Elite Eight. Well, well let's not jump ahead or, here. Actually, hold on. <clears throat> let's not jump ahead. Unless we're doing, unless we're unless we're continuing it, I'm sorry. It's not the elite eight. It is the final four because it's only a 32 band bracket. What's up? Okay, we're gonna wait till next week for the round. We're we going. Yeah, through no, all? we're not okay. going through them all because okay. today is the elite eight. I'll okay. get into the final do it week four. by week. I got you. so yeah, we got to go into. Uh, we'll do it week by week. So wow, new. Fa- or, I'm sorry. The early November moves on to the final four. Uh, will they face Yellow Card or Panic at the Disco? That's it. That's, that's a tough one. Yeah, it is. Well. For I I listened to more Yellow Card back in the day than Panic, so I think that'll be a coin flip for us. I listened to Yellow Card before I listened to Panic, but here's the thing: like when I listened to Yellow Card, it was all Yellow Card, dude. Yeah. Rough Draft and October Nights and Underdog. Oh my yeah. God! And Oceans and Ocean Avenue. Yeah. What an amazing record! So we're, 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 Breathing. I'll make sure I have a quarter for next week. But then when I stop listening to Yellow Card, I started listening. Not stop. I've never stopped. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yellow Card at one point was my favorite band, but so was Panic. And I felt like my transition in life was like Yellow Card into Panic, <laughs> and Panic is so good. Now, they fell off for a little bit there for me for a couple of years, but like I've always, like I said, had a – this is this is why I think I'm going Yellow Card. I think I'm justifying mm-hmm. it here. It's because I've always had like a – not closet, but like a secret just fucking <laughs> love for their music – but I've never had to do that like, yellow card. I'm way out there. Like Helga had for Arnold. And like Helga Arnold. had for yeah. Arnold. Gotcha. Yeah, I just I'm like the wheezing kid <laughs> behind Helga who gets punched in the face. That's my panic at the yeah. disco love. I'm going with yellow card. All we right. saw him at the skate park. They kicked ass. Yeah. I'm going yellow card. You well, got- I, I wasn't I wasn't there for that show. I've never actually seen Quinlan. yellow. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen yellow card live. But are you Are you in with yellow card? Oh, yeah, 100%. So it's gonna be yellow 100%. card in early November that, next that, week. That's all in we a heavyweight that's battle because we're giving it away. in a heavyweight battle next week on the show. So we'll see what that looks like in that final four matchup next week. We're gonna have the final four and the maybe the championship. We'll see. Uh, moving on in the next one is all time low versus thrice. This is tough for me. They're probably all time low. I'm gonna go thrice. I've I've liked so, uh, all time low, I'll but I've never a, loved. I'll them. bring a quarter for next week. Okay, all time low top thrice bottom. Oh, we're gonna do them now. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, do it. All time low thrice, yep. and it's all time low. God damn, all time low moves on to the final four to go against Blink One Eighty Two or Green Day. I'm, I gotta go. Oh I my, have, and I can't. I, don't I have, have to, to go, go blink. I have to go blink. <clears throat> I have to. It's not like you do. I listened to him from the beginning. Kind of fade out near the end, but still. See, that's the thing. I haven't listened to Blink with the same passion since their self-titled, that Pink album. Yeah. With, um, like, Miss I Miss You and Violence. Yeah. And, I still have to go to Blink. I'm feeling this. I haven't really loved them since that time, but I've loved Green Day. 
All right, so then we need another But foot. then American Idiot kind of stunk, but then I loved the Broadway show, and they got their own rock band, and it was such a great – I got to go Green Day. Right. I have to. Flip. The legacy, bro. Flip it. Green Day top, blink bottom. That's fine. Green Day. Yes. Green right. Day, Green moves, Day on. moves on. Green Day, an all-time low, the early November, and yellow card are our final four. For next week. For next week. And anybody that is out there listening, like, who the fuck are these bands? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I'm very surprised All Time Low made it this far. Yeah, but same. Our final four, again, for all those listening in our uh, music, March Madness, it is representing Drive Through the Early November, representing Fueled by Ramen, Yellow Card, representing Fear or Hopeless Records, All Time Low, and then the Legends category is Green Day. Looking forward to that. But speaking of Panic at the Disco, they have announced a new record coming out June 22nd, called pray for the wicked i'm excited and how, how long when, when did their last record come out a couple years <clears throat> yes i thought they've uh, been pretty quiet since no since we've moved into this house they came out with their their last record matter of fact oh, wow. death of a bachelor i believe it is um <clears throat> i think that was 2015 like late 2015 i mean is uh, it, early 2016 i mean for me like the only like radio i listen to is 93.3 and mm-hmm. they don't play panic so I, I i'm really out of the loop on you know their new stuff uh i think it's really really good i don't know if they're the singles that they've chosen are my favorite um but there's my favorite song in this last record la devotee unbelievable song um just kind of kicks you in the face a little bit it's really fun um then there's a song about I think it's crazy something genius. I can't remember. It's about like, well, not about, but Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys is mentioned okay. in it. So it's kind of like a little bit of a yeah. touching moment for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love Panic. So I'm gonna, I'm excited for Pray for the Wicked. But I think another record that was just announced yesterday, I'm even more hyped for. This is probably going to be my album of the year, or at least a contender Easily. for it. It'll Easily. be in the top three when we do it in 2019. I'm sure. Our, our 2018 top three. So excited for this artificial selection from Dance Gavin Dance, and I, I, I thought I heard it. They were working on an album. Like was it? They released um, Summertime their, Gladness and some other songs. Yeah, and even their but their last record came out what like a year or two ago. So that's a pretty fast turnaround. Was yeah, but but they've always had a fast turnaround. Okay, yeah, they have I like guess right. they have yeah. like seven records. Yeah, they do. And their last record came out either late fifteen or early sixteen as well. Mothership. Yeah, I want to say it was early sixteen. Um, so that's two years. That's pretty fast. You know, you, usually it's like three, four years for a record, but they crank are them out fast. Always making, yeah. always making music. Um, so, but I, I, yeah, they've never really had a long turnaround. Even when they transitioned over to Tillian as a yeah. singer, never really had that long turnaround. You know, Dropkick Murphys put out a record a week for like sixteen years. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's which is insane. <laughs> so, so like, it's possible to yeah. do it. Uh, the creative juice is always from plus. Like, come on, I love them to death. But the lyrics from Dance Gavin Dance. They're just fun. No, they're they're, they're, catchy. they're very fun, catchy, very catchy. But they're not like lock yourself in a room no. for five years to write no. the song. No, you know when you have a song called Chocolate Jackalope, it's yeah, or the one and it's like about a petting Chucky zoo. versus the giant, giant tortoise. tortoise. Yeah. Like that was hilarious. I read an interview that Will Swan, the guitar player, is the one who is basically in charge of making up the names, and he just makes up shit and throws it together. <laughs> That's I love has it. Has nothing to do with anything. I think I don't quote me. I think he said it's like oh, it's like the first thing that comes to my mind, or the first thing I associate with the song. I just name it, and I'm like. Well, that's hell different. yeah. That's different. That's why you have 15 Death of a Strawberries yeah. and part, uh, Young part Robots. One, two, three, four. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, but they already released the track listing, right? They already have it for pre-order. So does Panic if you want to pre-order it. Both of their Instagrams, at Dance Gavin Dance, at Panic at the Disco, will have the pre-order bonus. I'm not bonus. The pre-order link in their Instagrams to go do it. 
Uh, Dance Gavin Dance already has like shirt and vinyl yeah. bundles and digital Which downloads. Is smart. That's seven how you do seven it. bucks for the digital download. Can't beat yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's a great <clears> deal. That's really good. Um, and then uh, they they said it's going to come out in summer of 2018. But when I went on the website to look at the pre-order stuff because I wanted to get like the shirt vinyl yeah. combo, thirty two bucks. Um, it said shipping July 27th. So for me, it's got to be somewhere yeah. around that time, obviously. A little bit, of a, awesome. little bit awesome. of a sleuth. Came, you read the fine pre- print. came out pretty fast. It even had the track listing, though. It was really How sweet. How many songs? Oh, God, I didn't count. I'm sorry. Right. I mean, I can I like, right I, now. I like, a, like a 12. <clears throat> I hate CDs that are like 8, 9. It's like, oh, come on, give me a little more than that. Well, God, if, if only I had a smartphone and I couldn't look this stuff up right now. So let's see. Dance Gavin Dance, Instagram, Merch Now. It's dgd.merchnow.com if you don't want to go to their Instagram bio. But it is. I'm sure they number it. Hopefully. No, they don't number it. That's the problem. Oh, you missed it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, wow. You can get. That's. I'm actually going to get on that. Uh, track list Son of Robot, Midnight Crusade, Suspend in this Disaster, Suspended in this Disaster, Care, Count Bassie, Flash, The Rattler, Shelf Life, Slouch, Story of My Bros, 14, Hair Song, Gospel Burnout, Bloodsucker, Evaporate. Cool. That's a solid lineup right there. 14 goddamn songs. I'm more than happy with that. Um, Their records keep getting better and better and better every single time. I say I I like the old stuff. I like the new stuff. So good to see that they're keep cranking them out. John Williams, the mind, the The the, legend, the legend behind the Star Wars films, the composer, legendary composer, will be. uh, We already heard he's will be stepping down after Episode Nine, but now. The original six Star Wars film soundtracks are being remastered and will be released on Star Wars Day, May 4th. That's really no, neat. How smart. That's how, genius. how smart to remaster it with him going out this year. Why not? Remastered Star Wars Day? Nerds will eat that up. They are going to sell like hotcakes. Eat cakes. that up. Oh, gosh, dude. Can you imagine that 1970s um, Star Wars sound, but remastered with today? Oh, gosh. I'm, I'm, I'm creaming I'm, my I'm, jeans. I'm sure if it's like a... Hopefully it's not a limited number because whatever they have, it's going I to sell out. I don't think so. It's yeah. going to sell out. I don't believe it was limited. I don't. I didn't read anything about it being limited, but man, hey, maybe it is. Uh, in the WWE, holy shit, man! Daniel Bryan out of nowhere on Tuesday, they dropped that he's been cleared to wrestle again after he legitimately had to uh, retire in 2016 from concussions. He's coming back. I mean, I'm. I mean, uh, I mean, Toby, we were talking about this, like. I was never the biggest Daniel Bryan. Like I, I got in. I missed the whole yes phase. Like I don't. He never did WrestleMania. For me. If you watch WrestleMania 30, you will change. And we, you know, we've been, we've been watching a lot of old matches, and I've become to realize like I've always loved Stone Cold, and I'm glad so because he, he's his promos are the best. Yeah, his promos are the best. He's not a great in ring worker, but his promos are great. Oh, he's he can sell like nobody's Rocky, business. Mel, my view. Oh my god, it's it's. It's, it's humiliating to go back and watch see the rock like that. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, with his curly little hair and his little. He comes out with little, the uh, what are the guys called Nation of Domination. Nation of Domination. I was like, holy shit! But I mean, hey, good for Daniel Bryan. Two years, he, you know, he took off because he had to. Good to see him come back. I saw him, you know, he's fighting off KO and Sami Zayn, yeah. and then he gets his ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He's been the general manager of SmackDown Live since SmackDown Live became SmackDown Live. I think last July. Either 2016 or 17, um, which is <clears throat> which is awesome. Uh, I think 2017, matter of fact, I believe so. Not sure. Uh, anyway, um, no, this is 2016. So, but it was really cool because this guy, this this wrestler that was on the indies for 10 years and 
was the little engine that could, makes it to WWE, gets shit on, loses to Sheamus in 18 seconds at WrestleMania. Uh, so he's down in the dumps. They're put, they're booking him like shit. And all of a sudden, starts the yes movement. Yeah. Yes. I, I watched yes. the one, I guess, where yes. it first like blew up and like the whole stadium went nuts where like that was, that was, that was a cool moment. And that's a really cool moment. And then you had, uh, then he's, uh, teams with Kane and Team Hell No, and they win the tag team titles, and you get a little bit of momentum. Then WrestleMania 30 happens. <clears throat> I don't want to spoil it, but he wrestled three matches in one night, all against high profile wrestlers. I don't, you know, yeah, I don't even want to get you. into I gotcha. it, you know, <laughs> but like that won him over the crowd. And as WrestleMania is going out, it's yes, yes yeah. With ninety thousand people, right, I, 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 I did it see up. the video. I was like, "All right, that's cool. At least they they showed him." Love. He got the biggest pop because you know my argument was, dude, I would have waited for the show, and while he's doing his promo to begin the show, he goes, "And oh yeah," and like on the Titantron, it says Daniel Bryan's been cleared, and the whole place goes nuts, and the internet explodes. But I get why they just put it on tweet, uh, Twitter before, like in the afternoon, because like. Get people hyped to watch watch the show, and it's going to increase ratings. They are a business. And then the crowd expects it, so that crowd is popped like crazy. They're they're ready to roll. And it worked to perfection. Uh, And then Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, they go way back with him from the Indies. So they come out, and after they attack Shane McMahon last week, so they're they're talking. He fires KO. He fires Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn shakes his hand, but Kevin Owens, you can see him playing the heel perfectly. Clocks him in the head, which is obviously the problem with him. So, like. I'm like sitting there like, oh, wow, if he takes bumps, <laughs> it could be bad. But, you know, I don't know if he'd be medically cleared if it was going to be that bad. So anyway, uh, they like powerbomb him on the outside of the apron and they leave him in a, in a heaping pile. So it's probably going to be Shane and Kevin. I'm sorry, Sammy and Kevin versus Shane and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. That's going to that, be my guess. That makes sense. It's going to be my guess. Uh, then we also had on Raw the night before the ultimate deletion. Uh, again, I won't be spoiling anything. It's a 17-minute match. Between Matt Hardy, broken, what, woken, (laughs) Matt Hardy, and Bray Wyatt. They did it at Matt Hardy's house, the Hardy compound, and there was Vanguard One, the drone, and fireworks, and a dilapidated boat, and the lake of reincarnation, and, uh, (laughs) the, the, uh, the, the mower of lawns, and, oh god, it was so funny. I absolutely loved it. It got, in one night on WWE's YouTube page, 2.5 million views. Holy crap. People are loving it. Now you got people that are hating it, but people that are loving it. WWE took it off of the Hulu version of Raw. So if you download the Hulu version, you, you don't, you didn't it, see yeah. it. You have to watch it on their YouTube page, which is why I think they did it to increase the YouTube views. Of course. And also, this is the weird part. I don't get this. The, the audience at the arena didn't see it. They didn't put it on the Tron. Elias came out and did something of to end the did. night as opposed to them getting to see the Ultimate Deletion. So they got gypped out of the Ultimate Deletion live there. Well, probably just so they go <laughs> home and go watch it, drive traffic to their YouTube. I I, I know. It's all to drive it's the business. traffic. It's business. But yeah. it's annoying because yeah. if I buy a ticket to see someone get deleted, I want to see someone get deleted <laughs> and become an obsolete mule. Oh, uh, I mean, hey, I, I hey, if I was there, I'd be pissed because you didn't get to see it, but it's a smart business plan because the people, of course, like, oh, shit, 17 minutes, they're going to want to watch it. And someone during this match, it was a pre-film, they did it like two weeks ago, it was at night, somebody makes a return during it, I won't say anything else. Fantastic. Go watch The Ultimate Deletion to watch 
<laughs> the Woken Warriors. Can't yeah. even laugh, it hurts. <laughs> Dude, Woken Matt Hardy is the greatest thing on the planet. And then there was also a story that broke yesterday that WWE is reached out and is communicating with uh, Hulk Hogan. I did. That's all it is. It, they have nothing about a comeback, nothing about wrestling, nothing about he's WrestleMania. He's like 58. He's, I think he's older than that. And... uh <clears throat> Yeah, it's just to probably make a comeback at Mania or the Hall of Fame night or something. <clears throat> but there's because really he's, been nothing. He still works out. He's still in shape. Yeah, he's a some. He's a that, pumped that, up. Some that bitch. would be awesome to see the Hulkster come out. Him and Sting or something for a break. Do something crazy. Yeah. Last Thursday, moving over to the movie section, when we recorded, we said we know that we know we know there's going to be an Avengers trailer that drops tomorrow. Yeah. So it's now been eight days since this damn trailer came out. So this is fresh. So this is just hot <laughs> off the presses. Uh, this news, but Sam, what did you think of this final trailer before we see the movie in a month? This, it looks absolutely amazing. I mean, besides Thanos changing skin color, yeah. I mean, we had him purple, pink, and he kind of he changed some shades. It so looks I, like Sammy Sosa. So I, I don't know <laughs> what sun he was under, but um, I mean, hey, the movie looks awesome. I, I think my favorite part of the, of the trailer, you see Thanos. I think he jumps at Captain America. Like to give him like I got some palm slapping. He just you just see Captain him. two arms like ah, no. My hair stood up. I was like, "Oh no, this is this is." I know it. They already kind of said that Chris Evans, that four Avengers four, the next one is probably his bow out. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sad to see Chris Evans go. It's gonna it's gonna be sad for. I, I can tell there's probably gonna be tears shed for this one though. I think if he I think if, he, if he dies, it's gonna be in no, four. Well, no, he he's not gonna die here, but I think Thanos is gonna to just demolish them, and mm-hmm. I, we're losing somebody. We're apparently Don Cheadle said we're losing multiple people. I I can see at least two three two three people going. Falcon like that. gone. Uh, uh, Iron could, Man couldn't could, not yet. Nah. Maybe I could see Vision going. Maybe Scarlet Vision. Witch. Yeah, Hawkeye. I, I mean, Hawkeye hey. wasn't in the po- wasn't on the poster. So I mean, I, I I'm just probably doing a genius marketing I job just, of letting him go. Until I just the movie. can't believe that it's it's already here. Like May is right around the corner. So I mean, this movie is going to make all April the money. Now. April twenty seventh. Oh yeah, that's right. April twenty seventh. This movie's going to make all the money. Yeah, all the money. It <clears throat> it was a great trailer. Um, there's a lot of Thor's eye patch going on in it. Um, where in the Thor Ragnarok trailer, you see Thor with two eyes, but when the actual movie came out, that he had his eye yeah. patch. They didn't want to spoil it, and I think they're doing a lot of that. When you see that Chris Evans shot where he is grabbing Thanos's hand, I wonder if they digitally removed an Infinity Stone or two. Just to make it seem like he doesn't have okay. them all, or we'll or see. that could be the beginning, right? You never ever know. So it could be a Thor's eye patch. Could you know? Maybe not. But just go watch that trailer. Was it two two and a half minutes? Yeah, <clears throat> Anything the Guardians are in are freaking great in that. I yeah. I love Chris Pratt. He had a nice funny one line. Oh, him him, him, oh, him and Tony Stark like your plan feels like sucked. Like, my plan because it, it'll be better. Like Tony's just looking <laughs> like who the hell is this guy? So I can't wait to see this movie. Yeah, it's gonna be absolutely great. I get to see it with Sam. I've never seen an. Oh yes, I did. I saw yeah. the first Avengers yeah. with you. Yeah, I saw the second one with Pope Joy, and now I get to combine. Full, it's full circle. Now it's a full circle <laughs> for the third Avengers movie. That's crazy. I'm excited for that. And Dom, if you want to see it again, let me know, brother. Yeah, man. If there's still tickets available, it'd be uh, the Regal in Warrington. So. Oh, that's probably I'm, I'm probably the weekend or the next weekend. Oh, okay. Ne- <laughs> didn't sell Never mind. Sam doesn't want to hang out with you. That's cool. That's fine. what a good friend. Uh, Infinity War presale outdoes Black Panther, which by the way broke records for quarter one for Fandango. It passed it in six hours. I mean, to me, like you can see this coming. Like Marvel's been building for this for ten years, so it made sense that this was going to be the number one movie. This is going to be the highest grossing movie of all time. Of all, I don't know, man. That. 
One dollar? Is it Avatar or one dollar? Yeah, we could do it. I, I, I think it's I, gonna be the highest grossing no, movie worldwide of all time. Titanic just like it's like two point six billion. Uh, I believe it's Avatar adjusted for inflation. It, it did. I'll, I'll check. So. But in the end, so. both of them are. Obsolete. No, both of them. Are, what's his name? <laughs> Deleted. Can't tell his James Cameron. Yeah, he has both. He, like that's pretty cool. Yeah, I got the top two. It's like ah, you, you missed. Yeah, I and uh, I'm definitely. I think Force Awakens is up there, too. It's probably uh, top five. It's, top yeah, ten. I think top it's ten. like in the top three. Pretty sure Maybe. Force Awakens. Yeah. Again, smartphones. Real quick. Well, I, I just didn't want to go too too far off the topic. Uh, whatever. Worldwide grossing films. And then I think they automatically adjust for inflation. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Avatar, Titanic, and Force Awakens. Okay, one, two, three. Cool. So there That's you go. Solid list. Yeah. All right. Uh, Deadpool 2. The, the the actual screenings that are actually happening are actually the film is screening better than the first one, uh, which is really, really yeah. cool. Um, I'm excited to think that – well, first of all, we got a trailer. We got a pretty raunchy trailer. Yeah. I think I just shit myself. No, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Marina Backer and Urbacherin is just yeah, – She's a cutie. She's a cutie. I, I like her in Gotham. I, mean, I, I, like, I like her, her in everything. I like her in the first Deadpool. Yeah, she, she was good in the first two seasons of Homeland. I have so many like Kate Cable looks freaking awesome. Domino looks awesome. I mean, you're getting basically said the X Force is assembling like it. I I can't wait to see this movie. I have so many photos from this week. What, what? That, for like my notes? Deadpool two is reportedly scored high in recent test screenings. They are better than what the first film received. The Hollywood Reporter reports that the sequel scored a 98 in one screening and a 94 in another, while the first Deadpool's highest test screen was only a 91. Wow, that's awesome. Fox, I mean, Fox said that they will be using the 98 scoring cut of the film. Like, no shit. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm, I'm just – whether it was it was getting bad screening or good, I'm seeing the movie regardless. Well, listen. They tease the X-Force now. Yeah. And he's even make fun of that, which mm-hmm. is great. They're teasing Terry Crews is in this movie as yep. a part of the X-Force. But we don't know who he we is We don't know yet. who he is. But you see him. You see him yeah. in costume punching somebody's lights out. I and mean, he's listed in yeah. the movie. Yet. Cable like, looks he? badass. He, he actually looks... He's also in Thanos. In Thanos. Or yeah. is, is Thanos. Thanos. He, he definitely has that menacing quality about him. I mean, this is going to be a freaking fantastic movie. And I was talking to a friend of ours at work um, from another podcast, and he said... I loved it. And I said, I bet it's going to be better than the first one. And we, he kind of agreed with me. I'm so, sure it is. I'm, shout with, out to my with, boy, with, B. Thornton. With Cable there. Well, just with the X-Force, too. With You already kind of know what you're getting now. Yeah. The first one, you're like, is it going to be funny? How far are they going to go? And and they have – They had someone to get decapitated and kicked his head across the table. Yeah. And, and and they threw a little more money at the movie because they you – know, because I think the first one was only $60 million or $66 million, So this is probably $80, 85000000 So – can't yeah. wait. We were going to go to the movies last night to see Black Panther. Decided to stay home because it was a, just she didn't get home from work. She didn't leave work till like forty five minutes late. So we yeah. were been cutting it close. way, way, way close. So we decided to stay home. We watched another movie. I'll get to that in my pick of the week. Um, but Black Panther is the first film since Avatar to top the box office for five straight weeks. That's kind of insane. Um, it just outgrows Civil War worldwide, and it's about. Uh, I'm sorry to become the fourteenth highest grossing film. And it's just about to now pass Iron Man three. Should probably do that by the time we record yeah, our next easily. episode. And then I'm I'm, pr- I'm probably it'll probably t- start to taper out after that. You know, does it hit the top ten though? Can it break? It's got <laughs> four so. spots to jump, and it's already been out for a I month. I think so. I think it's so. been out for a month. I though. mean, well, that do you, are you, are we going to count Blu-ray sales? If we have to, then it would. I'm sure it'll jump yeah. way high. Which is, I mean, it, it's worth seeing. Like I, you know, I, I saw it in theaters. I thought it was great. 
I'm buying a Blu-ray. I'll watch it again. Yeah. yeah. A- according to Benedict Cumberbatch, who plays Doctor Strange, Marvel is not currently working on a Doctor Strange two. I wonder why that is. Maybe he dies. Well, no, no, you can't. You can't have Doctor Strange going. I mean, maybe. Because I don't know because the, the first no, one no. didn't do great at the no, box it, office. It, it, it did. It did it okay. Had one of the lower openings of all time. <laughs> it did for okay. Marvel. But the one scene I remember in, in the trailer of Doctor Strange, he looks like he's got needles in all his body. I was like, oh no, it's his accident all over again. <laughs> Poor guy. I uh, I don't know, man. This is. I'm sure Marvel is. They're probably just waiting. Keeping to see. it all tight lipped until of course you have to. You have to. They're waiting for Phase Four. Say, they're, right. not, if, they're setting up Phase Five. If you ha- if you say now that there's a Doctor Strange two, and then it de- and it's going to happen after Infinity War two or Avengers yeah. four, then you know he's going to leave. Exactly. So, so they're smart. probably just keeping a- it tight. If the movie comes out, then they hit like the next list of movies slated to come out. Mm. Oh man, I can't wait. I'll I'm just thinking him. about. Moon I'll see them all. Moon Knight. Uh, I, I think his home is Netflix. I think I would love that. I think That'd his cool. home. His is home is with Max Bemis of Say Anything. Who wrote? Who wrote <laughs> yeah. Moon Knight one ninety two? I have that issue. I did not read it yet, but I will. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Good for you. Did you Did you play Uncharted? No, I, dude, I okay. I couldn't. Uh, in an interview, you kind of touched on this earlier. In an interview with the New York Times, Chris Evans said that Avengers four will most likely his, be his last MCU film. To quote, "You want to get off the train before they push you off." I kind of like his quote. I love that no, quote. But I, I Cap's like my quote. favorite no, Avenger. It's not even dude, close. I know he. I, I, I don't want. I, I remember when it was like, "Who do you when Civil War came? Who do you who are you? Iron Man or Cap? I'm I, Team Cap. I was Cap all the and way. And I'm Team Cap, even though Spider Man was on Team Iron Man, and that usually sways me. I was Team Cap. But in the end, Cap's amazing. In the end, he Spider Man does eventually yeah. go back to, to Cap because yeah. he realizes Cap's the man, and because <laughs> Cap is the man, he is. So I mean, hey, does he, Cap live? Does, does I mean, they repurposed Captain America in the comics recently, and. You know, do they go that route, or did well, that fail? And now they're because Marvel's like rebranding almost. Well, like like you said, I'm sure. Whole thing. I'm don't get me wrong. I'm sure he loves doing doing Cap. Yeah, I'm sure it's a lot of work. Of course, he's doing a lot of stunts. Mm-hmm. He wants to do other stuff. So maybe they they kill him off, or he does a sacrifice, or whatever. And then you know, you, I would think a sacrifice, then, a noble hero. And then sacrifice you have Winter Soldier America. come over to take over the Cap Shield. I would be totally okay. But with is that. the guy who plays Bucky? That's the problem. Sebastian Stan. Yeah, it's exactly. Like he's the man. I know. I know. I, he is. I agree. I love Winter Soldier or whatever he is now, and, and after Black Panther, but like, or after Infinity War, whatever they renamed him to, the White something or other. I can't remember. Like the White um, Stallion. No, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But like, is, he doesn't have that name pull like Chris Evans does, and you know, he was the villain for a goddamn movie. And yeah, half, but I, so. I think just so many people like me, I still consider Winter Soldier one of the best Marvel movies made, and yeah. just the impact that he made off that, like. It's like, oh, you know who the winner – you might not know who his name, Sebastian Stan, is, but I think you'll, you'll get to know his name. Sure. Hey, listen, my, one of my favorite quotes I recently heard was, every somebody was once a nobody. Yeah, true. So there you go. Seriously. Uh, I love that quote. Onto the DCEU, Shazam, the logo was revealed. We put it on our Instagram, which is at we podcast and we know things um, on Instagram. So go ahead and give us a follow there. But did you happen to look at it? I, I, I mean, for a logo, that, that's that's all you need for Shazam. Yeah, it I looks mean, exactly. It even, looks like the Power Rangers a little bit, but that's cool. Even even the set photos of Shazam, people were like, yeah. whose costume looks cheap? I was like, his costume, to me, it looks just like they, the yeah, comics. They it all looks- look cheap because they're going to... They're going to jazz it up in post. It's like, yeah, but when they had Captain Marvel for Marvel, it's like, you know, they they said a little bit, but it's like, I feel like DC gets more of the shit. They do get more of the shit. But I thought, I think it's, I think he looks great. Like, I can't believe how jacked he actually got. Like, but that could be the suit. It could be, but he, a little bit of definition. But but he, I I was, I don't know what podcast I heard him on. Oh, he was, I think it was on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. And he was basically saying, like, dude, I eat, all I do is eat and work out. That's all I do. So, like, I actually believe if he's standing next to The Rock, I can actually believe that he could go toe-to-toe with him. 
Is that that's because the rock's a monster. All right. Over under for how many rock bottoms Black Adam gives <laughs> just in one. Just one. We'll give me one. Just give me one. I think they're going to have to. They're going to do something uh, like a tease of something about the rock. He's going to say, you know, something about cooking or jabroni or SmackDown or a people's elbow somewhere off a building. Like a little subtle hint that's not. I'll take a rock board. bottom. I would love it. Like if they, if Shazam just flies into him and just catches him, looks around and drops a rock <laughs> bottom on him. They call it now a Uranagi. It's just a. Different kind of rock bottom, a rock bottom. You plant them all the way around. Uranagi is almost like a rock bottom choke slam. But okay. anyway, Justice League is now the is officially the lowest grossing domestic film in the DCEU of all five films that were released. The positive there is that there's only five, so it's not really that big. It's not like the MCU. But the negative is it's sixty million dollars grossing less than the Man of yeah. Steel. I mean, hey, it's it's definitely sad. They definitely missed the mark on Justice League. Again, it was rushed. They didn't have the Marvel plan. Marvel had ten years to map all this out. DC just tried to rush. I did recently rewatch because I bought the Justice League on Blu-ray. Did rewatch it because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, the extra fifteen minutes. I watched the movie. Can you tell? No, there was no extra fifteen minutes. It was still a two-hour movie. So I'm thinking that because I didn't get a chance to watch the deleted scenes. I think the 15 minutes is on the deleted scenes. Nothing was added to the movie that I watched. So I was kind of disappointed. So I was waiting for this 15 minutes to see what scene was added. Not one scene was added. DC appointed. That's what we should rename that phrase. <laughs> yeah, so, Coin I mean, that I, phrase. For the movie, for what it was, I enjoyed it. I, I, I liked it. I'm not going to lie and say it's the best movie ever made. DC, no, hell no. It's definitely not. But just for me... Being as a kid watching Batman animated series, watching Justice League, just seeing the guys in live action, it was awesome to see. But but I think that's where you and I differ. Like I think that, <clears throat> you but would, you you didn't you, watch them as I did. But as a but kid. I but I did watch Power Rangers and I did watch but, all that other but, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But, you, but so did I. Right. But, but you I'm were saying, not invested in the animated series like I was. The Justice League, Justice it, League Unlimited. I'm not talking about Justice League. Oh. I think you and I differ in terms of. You like the movie. Let's call it what it is. You like the movie because you have a sentimental attachment to the property. Okay. Right? If I watch a Turtles movie that sucks or a Pokemon movie that sucks or a Mario game that sucks, I would tend to call that out. Not just because I'm attached to the property, which is completely fine. I don't let my – I guess this is what I'm trying to say. I don't let my love or my my nostalgia for the property influence my liking of the movie. If I watch a movie that sucks, I'm going to say the movie sucked, regardless if I like the property growing up or not. You, you, not a bad thing, but you let that, you let your love of the, of the Justice League definitely kind of, not bias, you know, it's not bias, but you let it shine through a little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong, I would love to change a few things. Like, I wish they listened to Zack Snyder. I would have loved to see Darkseid live action. I would have changed some things with Flash a little bit here. I would like have never kissed stuff or his... I would have Well, this is just some of the lines he said. I was like, I don't know. They, they made him like almost like a bumbling idiot. Like yeah. he's a, he's a fucking really smart but, guy. But do you agree with me that I don't think that that's a good flash? Like I've said that since day 1. Ezra Miller, nothing against I, him. I like that flash character does nothing for me. I mean, I can I guess I could see your point cuz some you either, to me you either love Ezra or you hate him. Yeah. I mean, I did like some of his quirks that he did in the movie, but mm-hmm. not everything he did. I don't think I would have never cast Jesse Eisenberg. I think that that hurt BVS more than anything because he's he's not intimidating. I wasn't intimidated. Like Lex, you're supposed to be intimidated. Michael they, Rosenbaum in Smallville, I was intimidated. My, my guess is they cast to him because he's smart, like an intellectual. He's and that's too kind of scrawny. He, Agreed. To me, it, 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 to me, that hurt me. Yeah. And people saying like the Stephen Wolf look like shit. I think I like how Stephen Wolf looked. Mm-hmm. I thought he looked good. I mean, he's a seven foot something like CGI <laughs> character. Like yeah. you expect him to be real. Like I. I how how uh, I, I don't get on it. the Blu-ray on your small screen that you're only a couple feet away from. How bad did 
Henry's mustache look. Uh, dude, to me, that, that that's the, one of the biggest hurt pieces of the movie. Like, yeah, I, I, I stare. It, it's, you can stare at it the whole time. Dude, it's, 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 that was that was that was bad. Like, honestly, yeah. I, I would I would have rather him keep the mustache. And I, don't I don't know why been, they like, can't just have him have the goddamn mustache. Like, I just don't get it. I mean, I do, but like. <laughs> Reality sake, it, it you just, hurt your movie it just sucks for Paramount that they wouldn't let him shave his mustache. It just sucks. So I just, I just want to see again. I just want to see another Superman because he needs. To, I mean, when he came back, that's still my favorite scene of the movie. When he, when he right. gets, you know, risen up you just from the that. lake of reincarnation. Yes, I, I just want to see. I, Henry Cavill deserves another solo Superman, and we deserve bet, another man. Justice League. Just, okay. to, just to fine tune some things, get some, get the story straight. You know, get you know everything what sucks right, about what you just rush. said. Is they're the lowest two grossing films yeah, in the DCU. I know, I so know. but a lot of people love Man of Steel, though. Sure, Even a lot of people love Justice League. Controversial ending, but I was okay with it given the circumstance. Suicide Squad: Hell to Pay, an animated film that is on its way out. Sam, this is the section of the show where I start to read because we got three or four movie reviews to go through. Suicide Squad: Hell to Pay is marked by its dark sense of humor and its willingness to explore the concept of salvation, a theme that would be notable in any movie, let alone an animated comic book movie. Its over-the-top violence also serves to underscore the viciousness of its characters and the cheapness of life in the world they've chosen to inhabit. Not everything about Suicide Squad Hell to Pay works, but the film's sense of humor, willingness to kill off key characters, and exploration of a spiritual subject matter make it worth a look-see. Suicide Squad Hell to Pay is a devilish... I got to the last mm. sentence. Is a devil, devilishly fun animated film. 8.5. 7.5. All right. Per IGN. Uh, 7.5 out of 10. Good per IGN. Uh, they're going to continue to make really good animated movies. I'll buy it on Blu-ray. When's it come out? Do you remember? I think it's this month. Or, yeah, or, I'd imagine because April. the review's out. Yeah. Um, but that's... Hey, listen. April, then you have um, the Ninja Batman coming out in May. Get that's already that. coming yeah. out in May? Yeah, get ready for that. Holy shit, man. It's in my car. Pacific Rim Uprising is a loyal, if unremarkable, successor to the giddy original. There's still a lot of fun to be had in the pleasure of watching Kaijus clash with Jaegers in spectacular bone-rattling battles, and that's reason enough to see it for a certain crowd. But beyond that... Uprising leaves a lot on the table in respects to developing this potentially interesting post-apocalyptic universe and adding more than just a single note. A disjointed script shortchanges at least half the cast in favor of letting John Boyega's star shine as brightly as possible. And that, that left me wishing a simpler, cleaner story had been told around the action. And I can see their point. John Boyega coming off the Star Wars hype. Yeah, they wanted course, to get that name. That's That's a shame. Uh, strong action but disjointed plot makes Uprising a fun but forgettable affair. 6.5. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. Bam, welcome back. Because uh, it was funny because I know Scott, Scott Eastwood's also in the movie, so I was wondering how much time he was going to get. I think it was Ibanez who made a bunch of like sweet-ass custom guitars um, for it. I'm, I'm almost positive because I think I saw it on Instagram. I think it was Ibanez. It might have been Gibson, but I think it was Ibanez. Like the Kaijus and stuff? Of Badass guitars with like Pacific Rim Uprising Kaiju's oh, and cool. stuff that's painted cool. on them. I can't remember. Uh, Sherlock Gnomes, Sam. Hmm. This is this was on our radar. Not as annoying as it looks, but hardly as stirring or imaginative entertainment. Sherlock Gnomes has a comfortable home right in the middle of the road. Sherlock Gnomes wow. is never more than mild nor less than tolerable. Four point five. Five point oh. Damn, I almost you said five, but you shit on it too much. <laughs> you undershot it. Five point oh out of ten. Mediocre. Uh, Indiana Jones five will begin filming next year in London. I, I, I can't believe you it. sound like you're from London. 
I can't believe he's coming back. I, I, I just I just want to see how they course correct the Shia LaBeouf of the Crystal Skull. I want to see what they do with that. I, my guess Pretend is halfway through the movie, Kylo Ren comes in and stabs him in the chest. Or they're just like, oh, yeah, my son died in a horrible schmelting accident. <laughs> schmelting. That's funny. I Dude, it, it, what's Harrison Ford going to be? 75? Easy. Easy. 75? I mean, this is to me, this is his last hurrah. What if they kill him off in the opening scene and the whole movie takes place around his son? But, who, but who's not Shia? Right. <laughs> it's interesting. Get him mean, out of there. I mean, you have to... Because their plan with Crystal Skull was for him to pass the torch yes, to Shia. And, and it, it, it failed because Shia didn't get along with Steven Spielberg. They had their, their drama. I mean, to me, this is his last hurrah. This is his last ditch effort to pass the torch to somebody else. Aaron Paul. Chris Pratt. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I've All right. I've made a commitment to this show. I've made a commitment to the show two weeks ago. Uh, I'm going to continue it on forever. As long as we are, we podcast and we know things. I will be watching every trailer that gets put in our rundown, no matter what, at least once. It's two minutes of my time. I take enough shits in my day that I can watch a two-minute trailer. So no matter what, I will never say anymore, I didn't get to see that trailer. This might have been my favorite trailer of the year. I'm taking Avengers out of it because that's clearly hype. Okay. Won't you be my neighbor? The Mr. Rogers documentary the documentary though about him and his life not the actual film that's being made about him i think tom hanks yeah this is the documentary of his life and what he did for the children i damn near bawled my eyes out dude i believe it this guy is it coming on netflix i hope it's coming to theaters oh wow this guy and i said this to to my wife was a saint i said this to ash i said i'm so happy i'm like legitimately elated that with all the work this guy did with the children and with all this guy did to unify communities and to unify, you know, to teach good lessons to kids and parents, I am so happy that after he passed away, his legacy is still the same and no stories of child abuse or anything like that has surfaced. That would scar me. That would scar me. That would legitimately scar me. Thank goodness this man was just a hell of a man. There are some good people out there in the world. If you want to relive your childhood and or have a greater appreciation good for, for good for goodness in this world, it's two and a half minute trailer and it just it encapsulates everything this documentary is gonna be. Not only am I already a documentary and, nerd, and, but this guy is so fascinating for And the title is perfect. That's so good. So check it out. Um Won't you be my neighbor? Bring a tissue. It's maybe a couple. I'll, I'll have a box. <laughs> maybe a couple of tissues. It was it, it, honestly, it was a splendid, splendid trailer. Um, again, though, I'm the one who puts the rundown together, so I have to. I, I just I do it at work or I do it at late late night, and so it's like uh, I do it at my lunch break, but I do it late late night, and it's like I might not have all the time in the world to think about the uh, where these stories go. Yeah. I try to put the comic book stuff first and divide it between Marvel DC. I try to put all the reviews in one spot, so we just read, read, read. But now I'm transitioning from the greatest trailer ever to the Spice Girls are teaming up. Oh, God. The Spice Girls are and teaming they said up. it would never happen. For an animated superhero film, according to Variety. It's happening. Well, I mean, hey, good, good, good for the Spice Girls to, to do another project together. It's not the, what, the worldwide tour that I think people exactly. were hoping. Right. Well, they did a worldwide tour a couple years yeah. ago, and they said that that's a proper goodbye. But now they're lending their voices. They're lending their likenesses. They're actually lending yeah, their Yeah, they characters. got probably handed a boatload oh, of cash. I bet. I bet. I will be all, missing this movie. <laughs> all five of them are coming back for a superhero action film. Uh, it's animated. But, okay, 
I'm I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> like Mark Cuban on Shark Tank. I'm out. Um, but cool for all the millions and millions of Spice Girls fans that are still around. And if you're saying who are the Spice Girls and you're that young, good for you. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> good for you. I'm jealous. <laughs> Movie Pass drops its price from ten dollars a month to seven dollars a month for new subscribers only for a limited amount of time. But no one said how long that is. Yeah. So if you want to go see a movie a day for nothing, well, for seven dollars a month. Seven dollars a month. Go take an advantage that, That's now. a good deal. As long Over as the AMC, AMC subscribers. accepts it. I got a Regal next to me. So if they accept it, that's all I care yeah. about. But I'm not going to do it. Because yeah. I just don't go to the movies enough. Yeah, I mean. I don't like the movies. That's why. Yeah. It's not that I don't. There's not movies out there. I hate movies. Even though movies. I saw a few movies. I'm, I'm kind of saving them. Yeah. I want to make sure I got my pick of the weeks lined up. Sure, I saw sure, a sure. couple. I, I just hate being in a theater. I hate it so much. It doesn't I, matter if I'm why, surrounded by family and friends. That's I why it. I like the pick your own seats now because even if I'm running late, I don't have to worry about if there's a seat. I don't have to worry about the front. I know my seat in the backs. They're waiting for me. Do you know why I hate movie theaters the most? People? Nope. I like people. I love people. <laughs> I live a podcast. I'm not socially awkward. I mean, I am, but. Uh, just sitting there? I have IBS. I can't pause yeah. it. Yeah, True. If I have to go to the bathroom, which I often do. Danger, danger, danger. danger. Dude, I've seen movies on my birthdays in previous years that I missed a bunch. When I turned 25, my friends took me to Woodhaven to see, I want to say it was Iron Man 3, um, or Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy 1. I forget which one. And at midnight, when everybody, when it was actually my birthday, I was checking Facebook to see who wrote on my wall from the shitter. Because I was, I missed oh, the movie. You poor it. So I hate that I can't pause the, yeah. f- the movie. That's no. the biggest reason I don't like being. Um, it makes sense at the theater, but other people like being at the theater, which is why we have the box office standings for this past weekend. My screenshot this week had the top twenty-four. The twenty-fourth movie was Coco. So that's wow. just letting you know. Top ten for this past week, dropping from number seven to number ten at three point three million dollars. Death Wish. Uh, dropping from number four to number nine at $4.5 million, Red Sparrow. Dropping from number three to number eight at $4.7 million, Strangers Pray at Night. From number six to number seven at $5.2 million, Peter Rabbit. Coming at number six, dropping from number five at 5.6, still hanging strong, still really want to see it, Game Night. New to the list at number five at $11.7 million, Love, Simon. At number four, dropping from number two at only $16.2 million. This is probably going to be considered a flop. A wrinkle in time. Oh, yeah. They, they, they were. I think they were hoping for like 40 or 50. Yeah. And it That's the second week in the box office. It's down 50% from oh, this time yeah. last week. Um, yeah, te- technically flopped. two weeks ago. We're doing the weekend before we yeah. record. Uh, number three, new to the list at $17 million, I can only imagine. I'm not too sure what that is. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. And it did hell. It did hell yeah, well. That's not bad. Number two, new to list, flopped. Unfortunately, at twenty three point six million dollars, Tomb Raider. I did that's see. A, it. That's a flop. I did see. It. Okay, that's a flop. And number one, staying number one at twenty six point six million dollars, Black Panther. All Tomb Raider had to do was three million dollars more, and it would have overtaken. Actually, three million dollars, three million and twenty four dollars, twenty eight dollars. This will probably be the last weekend Black Panther. One hundred percent. It's going to be the last. Yeah. The weekend that Black Pants on top Pacific because Rim. Pacific, Pacific Rim is going to overtake yeah. it, but Tomb Raider that sucks, man. That flopped. I'm trying to pull up the upcoming I mean, movies for this week. I'll, I'll do a quick because I told shout out to my boy Neil. Mom, we went to see Tomb Raider. This was um a few days after the accident. I just kind of just needed to get out of the house kind of yeah. late at night. I was so tired. I passed out like ten times. I was so tired. I knew Neil wake me up. So shout out to Neil. Coming out this week, it's going to be uh, March 29th. Is Ready Player One. 
So oh, maybe okay. that'll maybe okay. that'll do something. I hope it does good. It was tracking low, but now it's somebody pointing out there, hey, there's Star Wars references, and it's getting a little bit of hype, got good reviews, um, and they got the reviews out early, which I like yeah. because they wanted to dr- yeah. drum up I the hype. I want to see that. Um, then you have – sorry for the – I put my phone down, everybody. Sorry. Uh, March 30th, Tyler Perry's Acrimony, God's Not Dead, A Light and Darkness, The Last Movie Star, Status Update, which looks ridiculous, All I Wish – and Gemini. Wow, that's terrible. I think Ready Player. I hope Ready Player One can take it if off. If Ready Player One doesn't take it, I'm quitting the podcast. Oh God, I'm well. done. You're gonna do I podcast and I know things. <laughs> Simple as that. Because I'm out uh, in the TV section. Sam, what did you think of Krypton? Uh, g- going in, like I didn't know what to expect. I mean, did oh you did? No, but, like, you did. No, it's just like I, like I I said before. You said it. Do we need this? No, I I didn't. That's what I'm gonna say. It's like you know we had Smallville. We had that. Now, now this is his grandparent. It's like, okay, like, was there a need for this story? Right. Was there a need to tell this story? And then they showed me Brainiac. Brainiac, and I was he like, looks I was like, wow, he looks awesome. Does but, he look like Cell? Like, am I making a wrong comparison when I say he kind of reminds I would me say, of Cell? Uh, well, it, that's just probably because he's green. That's why you're, you're saying Cell. And he's an alien life. Form. Well, Brainiac came way before Cell did. Sure, he did. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would say no, just just for me. Um, the first episode, they not uh, they dropped a character, Adam Strange, who was another pretty big. Who DC later on character. got his PhD? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so, so it, it was cool, like seeing like a DC character we've never saw live action before. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, for what I saw, the special effects for sci-fi, Greg, kind of blew me away. I was not expecting them to look as good, good as they are. Good. But the first episode, I know me and Toby, we both enjoyed it, and we'll, we're going to be sticking around. It needed sci-fi needs something like this though. They need well, to drop all their well, money into something. Well, they had their, that show their, Happy, which was with Christopher yeah. Maloney, which is great. They yeah. had that show Magicians, which the last episode was you absolutely loved bananas. Yeah. Magicians is awesome. Um, what else? Sharknado Six is no, coming God, soon. God forbid. So now, Did those movies make a ton of money for them. So and then now they have like Krypton. Like sci-fi is doing it pretty big. I think. Like I, I would have never expected. Like, well, they, they rebranded. If you had said Sam, you're gonna start watching shows on sci-fi two years ago. I'm like, yeah, fucking mind, no way. And here I am watching sci-fi shows. Well, if Legends of Tomorrow gets a season four, you're definitely gonna be watching that because Constantine will be joining as a series regular. Matt Ryan's the man. Um, he was just on the last week's episode, and he- I still don't understand how you give up a twenty-eight to three lead at halftime to the New England Patriots. <laughs> Matt Ryan, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, I'll leave that there. Um. I think he, he brings something different to the show. Obviously, he's like more magic and supernatural. It's something different. It's like some some like it, it brings some different life to the show because you, you, we have, this is what already it's third season. They're getting like you know, Damian Dark's been the villain for almost every damn season. Like starting at Arrow, like he just basically won't die. So I, I think to bring him in to kind of change it up a little bit, I think it's a good change. The show Cloak and Dagger. Mm. obviously doesn't have the budget of its big screen MCU siblings, but pilot director Gina Bryce Bythewood, Bythewood creates an, a believably lived in world that makes gorgeous use of light and shadow, paying homage to her protagonists. Many of Ty's scenes are steeped in atmospheric darkness, while Tandy's scenes pop with brightness and oversaturated hues, creating a rich visual texture that never feels distracting while also immersing you in deeper into Cloak and Dagger's unique world. While it's hard to judge a show on its pilot, especially months before the finished product airs, we've got high hopes for Cloak and Dagger, which centers around a dynamic duo unlike any other in the MCU so far. Isn't that a freeform show? 
I, I believe it is. Um, I know the cast is Freeform going to become the next sci-fi doing great things using comic books to launch a platform. I, I mean, well, I mean, I guess you got to strike while the iron is hot. Cloak and Dagger, obviously, not as big as you know the other Marvel characters. But that's are, some high praise. Oh, it, months it, it really before is, it came out, because they just they are at the whole team, the actors, the cast are at WonderCon right now. Yeah, <laughs> and whoever was there at their panel, they aired mm-hmm. the first episode. Yeah. And what I heard that the, the problem what you just said is, is what I heard. the problem is. That it's a months away still, so this is this hype is going to go away. Well, you got but a million I, other things well, coming I think out. People who like me, like Cloak and Dagger, it's like okay, you know, there's a show, but it's like okay, now it's got good reviews, so now it's like you know, you, but you forget about the show three months from now, or two I, months I from now. I think it's smart to at least get the word out there, like people are liking it. It's okay, just oh yeah, it's season. smart. That's why they did it. You know, it'll, it'll spike a little bit. It'll calm down. New trials will be released, and hopefully the hype stays. Marvel's 2011 Black Panther 6 episode animated series is available right now for free on YouTube if you want to go take a look at it. I never watched it. I, I didn't watch it, but I, I kind of want to watch it. 26 episodes. Yeah, it's uh, 120 minutes total. That's not bad. So two hours. Uh, Mark Hamill voicing Luke in uh, Mark Hamill is voicing Luke Skywalker in a Disney YouTube animated series, Star Wars Forces of Destiny, as a part of season two. It's basically young Luke who's still in training with Yoda. Dude, all these things on YouTube, I had no idea. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I probably YouTube kids. I just that or was it YouTube Red or YouTube Red? I'll get into it in yeah. a second. YouTube so, Red, you got to pay mean, hey, ten bucks a month. Is it? It's annoying. I mean, yeah. hey, good for Mark Hamill. <laughs> Luke, Luke isn't dead yet. Uh, Cobra Kai. Yep. Got a trailer, and that is coming to YouTube Red. It will not be available for free. We're probably going to get the first episode for free, but it's a YouTube Red series dropping May second. It's a really, really fun trailer. The, the, but I'm not paying ten bucks a month yeah, to watch I, Cobra I, Kai. When I, I don't can do that for now, and that's the only show that I even know on. I, I, if, I know a bunch of shows on it, and I still if, if pay the first it. one's free, I'll check it out because I won the trailer. Brenner's the comedian. He's the one that inter- reintroduces Ralph Macchio and. Like the last time when they met, yeah. we kicked him in the face. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, like a brother. I mean, hey, it, it looks, if you like Karate Kid, it could be worth checking out, but I'm not spending it, $10 it, for that. It's basically a new Karate Kid. Yeah. There's a new, yeah. you know, loser in town. And I think they face off again. Like, yeah. you know, it, it looks okay. Yeah, I think it looked okay. And it's fun. Don't get me wrong. There's, I wouldn't say it's nothing not fun about it. Yeah. Um, boring. Nothing like that. It's just. It's I don't want to spend ten dollars ten dollars a month for Karate this. Kid. I could pay ten bucks a month for Xbox Game Pass if I wanted to do that. Uh, Power Rangers Shattered Grid got a trailer on YouTube as well as a prelude to a new comic book series with Lord Dracon, uh, Jason David Frank. He looked him. awesome in the whole gear. You kind of just see him sitting in his throne, like watching like the story of all the other Power Rangers himself just, included like, too. Young Tommy. So it's it. Lord Dracon. It's D-R-A-K-K-O-N. So however the hell you say it. He is apparently a bad version, an alternate version of the Green Ranger, but way grown up. Um, and you see him with the veins oh, coming God, on his yeah. face and the long hair. And it's an alternate kind of Power Ranger. It's not like the Green Ranger grew up and is evil. It's the evil version of him because we already had the evil Green Ranger in the show in season one. with the I mean, six, When he tells off with the, Kimberly. Yeah, Ranger, with the, yeah. yeah, with the candle, I believe, the sixth story. Netflix, sixth story if you are listening, I think this would be an insane Netflix series. It was a great trailer. I mean, and it, it was just for the, a comic event coming March 28th, like – Guess what? I'm going to buy the comic now just because of just how badass it looked. Yeah. I just hope that because I think he already got over like two or three million views already for the trailer because JDF's you know promoting it. To me, this would look amazing on Netflix. So hopefully they can they can do something with it because you know I miss some Power Rangers. It 
re-energized to me for the Mighty Morphin series. I didn't watch anything after Mighty Morphin. I never will. That's, yeah, that there's, there was like me. Turbo and Space. Like they got Ninja, nuts. They got every, nuts. There's every. They're still going on today. Yeah, they they got nuts. I definitely and I think a lot of folks can agree that cracked the nostalgia for for the original Mighty Morphin Power. Oh, of course, even when like Rocky and. Um, like Steve Cardenas and all those guys mm. came in for that second wave, Johnny yeah. Young Bosch and all that. I can still say though that that was even a pretty good Rangers for me. It's obviously going to be the originals, Tommy. Jason, I mean, I, Kimberly, I, I'd Trina, almost consider Billy Johnny Young Zach. Bosch. I would almost consider him an original because I watched all I his episodes. See, I don't though because the original well, was only in it for one season. That's it. One season he was out. No, he wasn't. It was for all the entire Mighty Morphin. It was two seasons. <clears throat> I, Mighty Morphin was 75 episodes a season. Well, I will double seasons, check this. I'm episodes. pretty sure he I, left after the first season due to pay cuts. Okay. We'll, I'll, we'll find out after the show. I can't remember his you first name. It's something You Walters. keep going, and I'll look it up. It's something. Walter Jones. Walter I know, Jones, I know who it is. Right. Yeah. And he he was Zack the Black Ranger. Um, then he did, So the thing is, in the 96 movie, he wasn't in it at all. By that time, Johnny Young Bosch yep. was in the was in the movie, and so was Aisha. So because Trini was killed in the car accident, I think she, actually, you know, truth be told, I think she was killed in a car accident in two thousand. Yeah. So it was after that movie came out. I don't know why she wasn't in that movie, but Austin St. John was yep, in Ranger. that movie. Um, yep. Was Steve Cardenas though? I don't think so. And I don't think so. And who else? Um, obviously, Amy Jo Johnson was in it. As the Pink Ranger, Jason David Frank was in it. As the uh, White Ranger, um, Billy Yost. Yep. Or, no, no, no. Billy is his character name. It's David Yost. David Yost is the Blue Ranger. That was Billy. Okay. Yep. And he was in it as well. But Walter Jones was in all of Mighty Morphin. It's just it's what he was. He was like seventy-five. I'm still looking because I only see the first season. I'm gonna just move on. Yeah. And then you can. I'll, just I'll hit jump me. in. I'll jump you in. Just hit me back. There was like seventy-five episodes a season. Um, there's a YouTube series called Atop the Fourth Wall. That does oh, okay. The show would make headlines when it lost three of its main actors midway through season two. Austin right. St. John, Walter Jones, and they did and like a hundred episodes. Trying. There's like 60. 60 episodes a season, which is insane. Well, 32 was the first, first season. Yeah. So that's still a ridiculous amount of episodes. So they still did 60 episodes. Uh, the cast of Stranger Things are seeing a big pay raise for the show's third season. Sources have said that the new contracts will, e- will earn the child actor 12 times their previous deal, Holy while shit. the adults will be sitting on $350,000 an episode. This is per The Hollywood Reporter. The cast is reportedly divided into tiers for pay of the series, with Winona Ryder and David Harbour leading with 350000 per episode, which has been bumped up from the previously speculated 100000 and 80000 respectively. They've followed by, they're followed by child actors Finn Wolfhard, Gaten huh. Matanzaro, Caleb McLaughlin, and Noah Schnapp, which have uh, been raised from $20,000 to $250,000 per episode. It is also rumored money that the 14-year-old Millie Bobby Brown, who plays Eleven on the show, may even be making as much as Ryder or Harbor. Wow. I mean, That's it, a huge jump in pay. I, I think it's... That's no small feat. It, it, it's not. The kids definitely deserve more than, I think, 20, because they them, them performances were pretty good, especially at least Noah Ship for, for the last season was... He was the best of the whole season. On episode 82, we said that Family Guy was going to air without commercials because God of War was mm-hmm. going to get two spots. On that episode of Family Guy, did you watch it? I did not. I, I never uh, watched okay. it. Okay. Well, then I'm going to... I don't want to spoil it then, but uh, on that episode, they review, they revealed Stewie's big secret. Of what he's been hiding yeah, the entire I time. I don't know anything. It's not what you think, but it is just as obvious. Okay. So 
take a look and, and watch the new Family Guy episode if you want to see what Stewie's big secret he's been keeping for X amount of seasons. I'll find out on the DVD release. Oh my gosh. You're not, <laughs> Dude, that's right, you don't have DVD. I, I bang him out. That's how I watch my Family Guy. Well, it's he's in it with a therapist. So when you see him in a therapist, you'll know okay. that that's what you're looking for. Adult Swim has not ordered season four of Rick and Morty. Uh, yet season three was the most watched comedy show in the history of the network. And there seems to be a little bit of heat here. Um, generally, I would just kind of let it go uh, at, okay, they haven't ordered it yet. I have no idea why, but uh, co-creator Dan Harmon has kind of offered a little bit why. He was on Kevin Smith and Scott Mosher's uh, Schmodcast yep. um, via Newsweek. And Harmon basically explained the negotiations between him and Adult Swim, uh, their parent company, Turner, mm-hmm. yeah, Ted Turner. Quote, the reason we're not making Rick and Morty right now ain't because I figured out that I don't need to impress you, Harmon said. It's because of a little something called contract negotiations, and it's gotten complicated this time around. So I don't know if that's it's a probably, swerve. It's probably a money thing. I don't know if that's a swerve or a money thing. I, they might they might surprise drop it on us. They might already have it done and say, it's out. I wouldn't be Maybe. surprised if that was the it, case, it, and they're just playing the heel it would be to get st- people drummed up and excited. It would be stupid for them to... To cancel the show, knowing that they're not going to cancel, knowing that somebody had, will pick that. Sh- knowing that it was the show. highest rated show, you know, there's they have a, to. There is a network out there that will pick up that show. They're called Netflix, mm-hmm. and they will don't throw worry. stupid money. Don't out. worry, yeah. ne- Rick and Morty will be back sooner than later. Um, shout out to April twenty second, which is Nico's birthday, and also the premiere for Into the Badlands season three. Yes, Nico. So of course you'll get the happy birthday April twenty second. But Into the Badlands again, Daniel Wu, he's back. He was in, also starred in the new Tomb Raider movie, which, which he was pretty good in. But Into the Balance, if, if you like samurai stuff like that, sword fighting, definitely check this show out. What might be one of my most hyped stories of the entire day, entire week, entire month, entire year, Street Fighter is getting a new show. I can't freaking wait. Now, I'm not sure if it's animated or live action. I would imagine animated. But the new show will be based on the World Warrior story arc featured in Street Fighter 2. <clears throat> which launched in arcades in 1991. The series will center around Ryu, Ken, Chun-Li, and Guile, who fight together to v- to defeat M. Bison. They compete in the World Warrior Tournament, which is set up by Bison to find the world's most powerful fighter. Quote, A particular strength of Street Fighter is the wide range of ethnically diverse characters and powerful women featured in the game. It will allow us to build an inclusive and engaging TV universe, said Mark Gordon, E1's president and COO of film, TV, and digital. I can't friggin' wait. I hope it's live action rather than animated. Just don't butcher it. Take your time with it. Seriously. We'll watch it. (laughs) Honestly, bang it out as, as slowly as you need to. I'm I'm ready. I'm willing. My body is ready, as Reggie Fizeme once said. I'm not, my my body's not ready, so I I need time. I need time. <laughs> Sam's still on the mend, uh, ladies and gentlemen. That is it for the TV section. Let's get into the gaming section. God of War, which we've both pre-ordered for yep. PS4, coming out April 20th. Got a good deal right around the corner. I plan to have it beat by the time we go see Avengers. I want to do a big God of War and Avengers episode. That's Saturday. That'd be sick. Um, has reportedly. Has does not have a single loading screen in the entire game, and also does not even make a cut, zero cuts. So there is no, you know what a cut yeah, is. Yeah, of course. There's nothing. Yeah. It is one shot, Goodfellas style, yeah. the entire game without it's a loading like, screen. It's like Birdman, <laughs> dude. You know what that's going to encourage? To beat the game in one shot. That you just can't stop. It. Okay, it's going to because who's going to want to stop if there's no loading screen? There's no cutscenes. I'm like, well, shit. I guess I just got to keep going and speedrunners. Oh, yeah. I want to hear that. That's actually a good idea. I didn't even think of that. 
It's like, gonna encourage all that. To me, that's like not a game I think is speedrun. Just because I know it's, there's a lot of puzzles. Like there's a lot of stuff you have to do for the God of War games. I I can't wait. Obviously, it'll be on my doorstep the day it's deli- it's released. I'm pissed because Devil May Cry was not on my doorstep the day it released. It was on yours, but I had to wait two days. Oh, and then by the time I played it, what happens when you're in Philly, bro? It does not hold up well, bro. No, I did not enjoy it at all so far. I didn't, I didn't play it. I did not enjoy it at all. I uh, always love it. Would you play the first one? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm in a mansion right now, and I'm I'm, I'm jumping wait, and I'm a shooting and I'm a slashing the, and I'm a hacking. Wait till you get to the spider boss. I'm just I'm He's gonna tough. keep playing. He's it. Tough. I'm gonna keep playing it. But man, yeah. That opening cinematic where she throws a motorcycle through a window. I'm like, yeah. And he's just like, yo, whoa, whoa, bitch! I'm Dante. I love, like, I love it. I'm like, this I'll is, always love this it. This is so 2000s cheese, man. But uh, you know, I wanna I wanna love it, so I'm gonna keep playing it. I've how many games have I hated at first and end up loving? Yeah. Legend of Zelda Breath lot, of the Wild. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going to keep it rolling because I've never played any of the DMC games. So this is my introduction to the franchise. But I'm so excited for this God of War game because not only are they doing this epic one-shot game, which has never been done before, which also and no loading that screens. idea was rejected by the Tomb Raider franchise. They, they pitched it for her for the mm-hmm. Tomb Raider games. But uh, God of War decided to move on with that. I'm also excited because of the new over-the-shoulder perspective. Now, I want. I want to. Hopefully, I'm sure it's not going to bother me. Maybe it might take an hour to get used to or whatever. But and a deep and grossing story. I'm yeah. looking forward to. They already released like the first three hours. Yeah. Um. And everyone's like, oh, I watched. Is, the, I watched a little bit, but I was, that's it. I, I didn't want to watch, watch it. Again. I didn't watch a second. I did. But I did uh, they they're saying it's damn. It gets emotional quick. So. Um, this is a new God of War, and I'm yeah. really excited about that. Uh, Super Smash on Switch. And Splatoon 2 are getting invitational tournaments at E3. That obviously Splatoon 2 is getting the big expansion. And that yep. game's not going away. The tournaments to watch are really fun. Competitive Splatoon is definitely fun to watch. But the bigger hype here is clearly we're going to not only see Smash on Switch at E3 and leading up to it, and I'm sure it's going to be probably the showcased game at E3. Of course. But we're going to see it in action with an invitational tournament. I can't wait. I know you'll be watching every second. And I will yeah. be because it's Smash. Yeah. It's not a game with a story that I don't want to get and we spoiled. we watched E3, I think, last year, too. Yeah, yeah. but it's it's also because it's it's Smash. It's yeah. a fighting game. There's no spoilers yeah, except for hidden characters, yeah. which I'm sure they're not going to. And I don't and I spoil all the characters, <laughs> as we'll get into. I, uh, I don't think that. This is a game that I need to stay away from. I no. want as much Smash oh, yeah. in my life as possible because I'm not like Pokemon, right? I don't want to know every Pokemon. I want the mystery to be there. I want. I don't need. No I don't want to know the characters. I don't want to know. I, I don't want to know who the champion is that at the end that I'm going to fight. I don't want to know that stuff. But like with Smash, dude, give me everything. I'd prefer it that all the characters are unlocked like they were in N64 where you have yeah. to do a certain thing to unlock them yeah. and you don't just get them by beating the game. You got to do times. a little work for them. I like getting I like doing yeah. work for to unlock my characters. Uh, but I'm excited for that. So you know, we'll give you more uh, information. Nintendo actually already built an E3 website. It's e3.nintendo.com. So you can go on there for more details about the Smash tournament. However, uh, it is a possibility that we could see Banjo and Kazooie in Smash for Switch because Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox, was tweeted out by a Banjo Kazooie fan site. Is there still a possibility to see Banjo and Kazooie on in Smash? His response: one word. Yep. Yeah, it, it, I'm pretty sure that's what Chris Chris Schreiber said, right? Didn't he say he wanted to see Banjo in? in we, Smash? we both did. Yeah, I think okay. it, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, but still, it was. I'm excited as hell to see Banjo and Kazooie in Smash. Um, potentially, and the fact that it's a rare-owned game, the fact that it's a Microsoft-owned property, but there's still that possibility for them to come up in Smash would be awesome. And, you know, Smash 4 is made by Bandai Namco, who does the Dragon Ball games, so people are trying to 
uh, you know, find a way to yeah. make Goku make sense for this game. It, it, it kind of doesn't make sense, but we want it anyway. <laughs> well, they've done third-party characters. They did Cloud, which from Final Fantasy VII, which is a PlayStation yeah. kind of character. Um, they've done Metal Gear Solid. They did Snake. Yeah. They've done Sonic. They did Ryu from uh, oh, Street Goku's Fighter. Goku's Goku, though. Goku is it's it's like a one out of ten impossibility, but it's a one. Yeah. So there's still a possibility. Funimation, the company behind the English dub of it, that kind of releases it to the West put a twit tweet out there it was a while ago we're 12 13 days late on that tweet now but they said they did one of those silhouettes a new foe has appeared in goku they said hey nintendo when we get in our boy goku and smash and that kind of also said to us we put that on our instagram as well which is again at we podcast and we know things we put it on our twitter which is at we pod and we know um but that kind of sparked us to say one of the dragon ball z kind of heroes are awesome and that's gonna be our top three this week is our top three favorite dragon ball heroes so my I kept the guy off my list because um, he he would be on the list no matter I think either if you did villains or heroes so I kept him off the list but my number three I put him on the list yeah because that that was another reason because you had him because everyone loves that guy my number three was Future Trunks we, my number three as well we get introduced to him Android Saga he comes in like Future Trunks what the hell he comes out you know he's you know you've come to find out he's Vegeta's son. And, and Bulma, right? Yeah, then then come to find out, Goku's like, what? Yeah. You know, so that that was kind of funny. I mean, just the build up between the androids, and then you have the Cell Saga, him training with with um with Vegeta, and eventually when he comes back again and he dissects, frieze it, and the basically slices and dices him, and then blasts him easily, just absolutely nothing, and, and, and it was him. absolutely awesome. So easy number three. That's also my number three. So there you oh, go. I will continue. My number two, it's Goku. I mean, he could have been he could have been number one, but I went with number two with him as Goku. I left him off the list. At least for 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 me, you know, at the time when DBZ was out, my parents a little personal, but my parents were separated at the time, so Goku was like you know like I like my not my like father figure guy you looked up to a guy that you know didn't take no shit. He stood he, for the right thing. He stood for the right thing. He picked up for the, the, the small guys, and you know he just never gave up. So I was like Goku, just like to me, like set the bar of like to be a good guy, to be be a good person. So Goku's the man. Yo, my number two, my boy Yamcha. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's Vegeta. Of course. And, and that's who I left off the list. Right. It's Vegeta, the ultimate anti-hero. Yeah. yeah. He starts off as a villain, turns good, sides with Goku, freaking fuses with Goku at one point. Um, go, uh, Vegito? No. Vegito? Vegito. Thank you. Uh, awesome. Awesome, awesome arc. Like, it's very rare where you get a long, drawn-out anime arc that pays off at the end and we got that with vegeta he's a beloved character by almost everybody he's obviously got the meme everybody knows the meme of it's over nine thousand. but uh and i bought i have a t-shirt that says it's over nine thousand and blah 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 blah. i but think it's vegeta, actually nap who says it it is yeah. but it's uh, uh vegeta what's his power level it, and then he, vegeta says breaks. it's over nine thousand. vegeta says it's over nine thousand, but nap is the one that says Vegeta, what's his power level or whatever? But Vegeta is the one who says it's over nine thousand. Was it Vegeta? It's been a while since I watched the old. Dude. Would you like to do a dollar bet? No, I got no, a dollar no, no, bet. Dollar My hand is out I can there for the shake. I can, I, I just have a vision of Nappa screaming it. But I mean, just from, from coming from Vegeta, from being the villain from the very first season to just where he is now, like it's awesome. Mark, my number one. He's always been my favorite. Oh, well, maybe not always, but since Cell, Gohan. Gohan was. He said, "I'm putting it on right now." He's literally had. I don't want to get sued. Oh, original voice. It's over 9, Which? 9, see, they both say. It. 
See, that's not Christopher R. Sabat as Vegeta. It's so it's so different and awesome to see Vegeta talk when it's not Christopher R. Sabat because they changed it after the season. That's cool. So, um, but but Gohan, since um, basically since Cell, I mean, the build up obviously with Frieza, you know, blah blah blah. But once Cell, once he goes, once Android sixteen says Gohan, let go, and he just snaps, goes Super Saiyan two, and just demolishes Cell and the one arm Kamehameha to finish him off. Since then, he's always been the man. Yeah, he got older. They kept him as a nerd, which kind of always bothered me. But I kind of hope they fix that in the Super because I hear Super gets is crazy and I'm not caught up. So, go on. It's number one. Yo, number one. My boy Tien. I like Tien. No, I'm kidding. Yamcha and Tien are not on my list. <laughs> uh, number one. And this is going to be for a completely different reason than your awesome, awesome, awesome reason for Gohan, Goku, um, and Future Trunks. My number one is Krillin. And I'm not joking. I love Krillin. I love the underdog story. Yeah. I love his look. I love his voice. And DBZ abridged. I've talked about this a million times before in this show is how funny that series is. Krillin steals that show for me. And that's the DBZ that I like because it's short. It's compact. It's funny. I can watch 60 episodes and I got the entire DBZ yeah. arc. But Krillin steals that show for me. Goku is really funny too. But uh, Krillin is like the little underdog. He's the UMBC Beating Virginia in the NCAA tournament of the Dragon Ball Z world. And that, my friend, is why I love myself some Krillin as my number one. It's a fun no, list. No, no one dies like Krillin and Yamcha. Yamcha. <laughs> dude, the memes of Yamcha's body laying on the ground with the outline. That was, so cell, that was Cell Saga. That was so absolutely yeah. funny. But that was a fun list. Uh, here is, um, you know, usually I would lead with this. Um, especially when something like this happens, I'd put it up top in the gaming section. Yep. I put gaming first and we talk about it. Nintendo for GDC this past week, Nintendo did a, an indie, a Nindies, Nindies showcase, um, which is a little mini Nintendo direct about their indie, independent titles that are coming to Switch and 3DS, which is amazing. I love them. They're always fantastic. This was the third one that they've ever done. Usually they're 17 minutes to 25 minutes. So I was hyped for this one. I had a work event I had to go to, so I missed it live. I couldn't watch it until Tuesday night when I got home, and I'm ready for it. I get dinner, expecting a half hour. I sit down to watch it. I'm eating a burger. Oh, you weren't expecting it to be as fast as it was. It was 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. He planned an event. I did not know <laughs> that. I wanted to get home from work before Ashley got home, had an hour to myself, and I didn't well, well, at get le- it. At least you had 50 minutes bro, <laughs> left over. Bro, I expected 30. I got 10. I'm so pissed. I still got done my burger in time. But I'm like ready to roll. And I texted Chris Shriver. And I was like, don't tell me any spoilers. He goes, you're going to be disappointed. I said, don't tell me any fucking spoilers. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think that's fair. God least, damn it. At dude. least he let you know to like lower your expectations That sucks. Bit. I don't want to. I wanted to be hype all day. So anyway, it was definitely some cool announcements, and I appreciate them. But there, we didn't get the big ones like we were expecting. Yeah. We didn't get Shovel Knight, uh, King of Cards. We didn't get Super Meat Boy Forever with those release dates. So I don't know when they're going to be uh, showcased. But this was a 10-minute Nindy showcase that didn't really do a ton. But we did get some cool announcements. Here they are. Mark of the Ninja Remastered, which is a 2012 game. They're bringing back from Xbox 360 onto Switch and remastering it coming out this fall. Then there's a fighting game called Fantasy Strike um, from Serlin Games that's coming out in the summer. Uh, then there was Just Shapes and Beats, which does nothing for me at all. That's coming out on May 10th. Pool Panic is cool. You're a cue ball in a world, and you're going around killing enemies, playing pool, and the protagonist has a pool cue, and you're the little cue ball, and you get shot in other That's enemies. pretty cool. It's imaginative, yeah. if nothing else. It's from Adult Swim Games. Uh, then another really cool game, Bomb Chicken. 
Uh, you're a chicken. And instead of laying eggs, you lay bombs, and that's how you get through puzzles and p- platforming. And you do that. You can't jump. Yeah. You have to lay bombs, and that's how you get up into the air, and you can walk across platforms and stuff. That's different. So a neat little game there, Bomb Chicken. If it's ten bucks, I'm on it. If it's anything more, I'm out. Uh, Lumi- uh, Luminous Remastered, not a game for me. It's a rhythm type of puzzle game. Um, not rhythm. I'm sorry, just puzzle game. I'm completely out on that. Have no interest at all. Uh, Reigns, Kings, and Queens. Um, I'm out on that too. It is coming out in the spring. It's a collection of Reigns and Reigns Her Majesty. It's coming to Switch this spring. It's a like a local co-op, which is cool. Lightfall looked okay, but I'm I'm out. Coming out in the spring. It's a platformer where uh, you have like this magical box that you can manipulate. Remember when we were playing Super Mario Brothers U and you had the gamepad and you would tap yeah, on the yeah, screen yeah. and the boxes appear? Make Think it a about that. Challenging. Think about that if I had to do that by myself. That's basically what the game is. You, you, oh, wow. you run across the level, but there's big gaps, so you have to jump and then make a box and then land on the box. Oh, that's that's so kind of neat. It's that's neat. neat. It's yeah. got a neat, but I, I don't know. I think I'm out. It depends, again, on the uh, the price tags here. It really does. Uh, West of Loathing, which is like a stick figure game where you're a stick figure in the wild, wild west. I'm kind of wow. over it, but I like the idea. Uh, Pode is coming out in the spring. It's a co-op puzzle game inspired by Norwegian art and culture. I'm out. And then the game of the show for me. It's called The Messenger. It's become it's from Digital Devolver, which is about a ninja uh, who starts off as an 8-bit Nintendo character and then transforms into a 16-bit Super Nintendo character. So you can go back and forth between 8-bit okay, and 16-bit cool. worlds. Like with the Super Mario thing, right? Like I was at um Super Mario Odyssey where you can like pick your skin, like you go old school or Yeah, kind of. Okay, cool. And even like Super Mario Maker where you can make a level on whatever kind of Mario skin you wanted to be. But sure, that's got okay. a similar premise. But this is cool because you're now a ninja doing it. So I'm sure like for some stealth sections, you have to be 8-bit. And yeah. for some action, you have to be 16. But to go back between my two favorite art styles, which is NES and Super Nintendo, that's really yeah, neat to that, me. That's awesome. I'm willing to pay 20 for that game if it's a $20 game. If it's anything more, which it very well could be, Save I'm kind of out. But we'll see. Summer 2018 on Switch and Steam. And then Bad North... And Banner Saga one, two, and three. That game's heavy. I don't, I don't want to do Banner Saga at all. But those are some effed up games. Then they announced afterwards, Hyperlight Drifter is getting a port to Switch, uh, Nidhog two, Crashlands, and that's it. So they didn't really announce like a shit ton of great. It was, it was stuff. short and sweet, ten minutes. Not what you obviously wanted, but what the hell's all this? Uh, hold on one second. One second over there. Oh, one little second over there. All right, cool. I had to go back for my article to the rundown. Uh, ooh, wow. I got a lot of photos back to back to back to back to back here, so I'm just going to have to uh, kind of navigate my way through where we at. Uh, Nintendo, I think we did it in oh, like one of the first episodes of the year where we went through the indie, the um, like the Japanese Nintendo eShop games, like the best-selling games mm-hmm. of the year or whatever. Because it was we different through. than ours. Yeah, we went through. But now Nintendo has released the lifetime to date of the Holy Nintendo shit. eShop of the top-selling games of the Nintendo Switch's eShop. Downloadable titles only. Uh, number one. I'm sorry. Let's start from the top. Number 10, Shovel Knight Treasure Trove. Number nine, NBA Playgrounds. Own both of those. Yep. Number eight, Overcooked Special Edition. Own that. Number seven, Enter the Gungeon. I own that. Number six, Golf Story. Love that. Number five, I own it. Number five, Fast RMX. Do not own that. Uh, It's a uh, F-Zero style game. Uh, Number four, Celeste. Own that. Still my game of the year to this day. Uh, Number three, Kamiko. Don't own that. 
Number two, Stardew Valley. I own yep. that. And the number one selling eShop game is SteamWorld Dig 2. Oh, wow. Yeah. Metroidvania, awesome game. I own that. I just haven't played it. I think I got to restart it because I'm about an hour in and I forget. So I'm going to restart it and give it another shot because yeah. that game is absolutely fantastic. But Sam, every month in the gaming section, one of my favorite things to do is go over the NPD ratings, which is the top selling games of the <laughs> month. PlayStation 4 was the top selling console in February. Woo. So it's back on top. Here are the top 10 games sold in February. Number 10, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Number 9, Super Mario Odyssey, staying strong. Number 8, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That's awesome. Number 7, Kingdom Come Deliverance. Number 6, UFC 3. Number 5, fittingly, Grand Theft Auto 5. Jesus Christ. Still on the list. Unbelievable. Number 4, Dragon Ball Fighters. Awesome. Number 3, NBA 2K18. Oh, number 2, Call of Duty World War 2. And number 1, Monster Hunter World. Staying Still. Strong. Yeah, good shit. So Grand Theft Auto has been on here for 6 years. Insane. UFC 3 is a little bit of a shocker. Monster Hunter World staying strong. Mario Kart 8 made a weird comeback. But it's great to see fighters at number 4. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Is that some main exposure for that title. It's apparently still really, 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 really good. We're getting Broly. We're getting Bardock on March 28th. So we're going to be getting those characters. Wait, do, you really know who, do you know who Bardock is? He's in... Um, uh, he looks he's, He looks like... Hold it's on. so he's obvious. He's got a scouter. It's so obvious. Yeah, hold on. He is. is he Goku's dad? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that, like was just, that was going to be my trivia question. He's got the black hair yeah. like that. He's got the scanner. He's got. Isn't yeah. he like? Isn't I'm sorry, I don't know my DBZ lore like this. Isn't he the same? Is he a Saiyan? Yeah, like like I of course because Goku's but he's a got, Saiyan. Doesn't he wear like the armor like? It's a little different, different colored armor than the rest. Then, okay. Like I told um I was because uh, Chris Shriver was uh, playing on Switch a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and we're talking about Bardock. I was like, and and Trunks. I was like, number one, you got to watch the history of Trunks. That movie's awesome, and you have to watch Bardock, the father of Goku. Two awesome DBZ movies. They did both of those abridged, and they're both like the comedy and like oh, okay. they did twenty minutes yeah. of comedy on it. It's real. Both of them are really good, um, but. Both those characters are coming March 28th, and there's still six more characters coming. So awesome. good, so awesome. good for them. But now we get to the point of the video game section where I get to read, which is always my favorite thing. Detective Pikachu. It's finally out. I still canceled my pre-order. Yep, I know you did. I don't own it. You got it. Devil May Cry instead. I don't, and I'm regretting it. I don't own it. But Detective Pikachu offers a bold take on the iconic Pokemon. On. That's weird. That's legitimately how it... Oh, on the iconic Pokemon of Pikachu. I got it. Which succeeds thanks to Pika prompts that build Pikachu beyond detective stereotypes. Even though I figured out cases far before the end, each one utilized the world of Pokemon to its fullest and ultimately offered a unique Pokemon experience that I would hope we see done again. Detective Pikachu gives great insight into the world of Pokemon through its fun mysteries and wonderful coffee-loving lead. Damn. 8.5? 8.2 out of 10. Great. That's that's solid. Surprising. Yo, good for that game. It's still really weird. I watched like 14 minutes of gameplay. I watched the actual Are you still out of it? We had a text from Damien yesterday. Okay. He he looked at me. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. But we got a text from Damien yesterday who said he wants to get it. And I'm like, yeah, when you're done with it. Yeah. Pass it over. You you have the look of like, I have to try it. I want to try it for sure. But, you know, when I watched the (laughs) gameplay, I was right. It is a little slow. You move as the dude... Um, it's kind of walking around Rhyme City and sure there's, I think there's nine different cases you have to solve inside of the big overarching okay. case of finding the father. Um, and, but Pikachu loves coffee and loves to talk like this, yeah, but there are apparently know. some parts where he does just say Pikachu, which are really funny apparently, 
apparently like there's like a hotel lady and he just goes like pika pika uh, <laughs> like pikachu put a sexual advance on a human i don't being, know how i feel about which that. kind of you know i guess now in my life i'm just like what the hell <laughs> but i i want to love that game i want to get it but i'm i'm still out unfortunately Sea of Thieves came out to Xbox One. It is like the most streamed game on Twitch right now outside of Fortnite and PUBG. Everybody is playing it. Um, it looks really, really fun, but it is a game you have to play with friends. And again, I don't have any. So this is not a game I can even buy because it'd be a waste of my time. Uh, but here's the review in progress. They scored it now based off of it's early. The online stuff had some issues in the front uh, end of it. It's released. So they're waiting till the online kind of structures itself out but if they had to score it now what's here is such an amazing foundation for something really special down the line uh right now the bare bones content nudging you uh, ever onward with a little to show for it drags down an otherwise great experience 7.0 out of 10 if they had to score it right now that's not the it's final not the, score. it's not the official okay i got you yeah that's not the final score but it's definitely um listen i've watched a lot of gameplay on it and i think it's it looks great. I I want to play it really bad, but I'd want to play it with you and Shrive yeah. and like our friends on Xbox and just get together and go on a but pirate you, you have to have But I Xbox. have to have – and you have to have – I have two. So technically you could play it down here and I could play it upstairs. But I, again, have to have friends, which is the problem. A way out. If you go into a way out thinking it's mandatory two-player co-op is a gimmick, you'll likely come out of it realizing that it couldn't have been done any other way. Vincent and Leo's journey will have you and a friend performing tasks together, both mundane and dramatic, and the result is a memorable, variety-packed, cinematic adventure that feels like what Telltale's games might evolve into one day if they learn the game mechanics instead of phasing them out. Come in for the prison break romance, stay for the stomach-punching finale. 8.0? 8.3 out of 10. Great. It's a game you have to play co-op. And again, no friends. Um, I can play couch, so if I bought it, you and I could play. And I do have a second Xbox controller. Thank you, Rob, for that. I appreciate it. You have two of them. But not necessarily. He gave me his and it didn't have a controller. But GameStop ran a special for a free controller. So he went back, returned his, rebought it, got got the second controller, and got it to me. So again, thanks to my homie Rob for that one. But So technically, I could play this game. I tweeted out yesterday, I need a co-op buddy for a way out. I got one response, and I'm good. Never mind. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. But I guess that's what happens when you put things like that out on Twitter. I didn't learn my lesson. Uh, That's really funny. What's the next game? Uh, There it is. Nino Kuni 2. Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdom distinguishes itself from its predecessor by layering fast-paced, real-time combat and an engaging kingdom-building system atop a more traditional RPG systems and quests. It's a shame it delivers so few truly memorable characters and restricts so much of its storytelling to text on screen. But by the time of the end of Nino Kuni 2, the broader themes certainly resonate and the 40-plus hour journey has been well worth it revenant kingdom delivers in pacing and scope but is let down by a lack of character development and challenge it's like they kick it in the nuts then they rise it up a little bit then punch it again (laughs) 7.5 7.8 all right that's not bad good yeah literally it's just good 
Assassin's Creed, Creed, Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered felt like a throwback when it was originally released alongside the next-gen Assassin's Creed Unity. This same feeling accompanies the remastered version. After the significant achievements made to the series in last year's Origins, Rogue's second outing feels equally dated and mistimed. Ooh. Ironically for the series, Rogue Remastered proves that going back in time isn't always fun. Rogue's story remains intriguing, but it's hard to go back, especially after Assassin's Creed Damn. Origins. 7.5? You were like shitting on it, and you gave it a great score. Nah, 6.0. Damn. Uh, the last review I have... Where's that? For the week. We got that for show. This is also is, is also a um, review in progress. The game's not out yet, so they can't test the online server. So this is more for the single player. But while much of this is a disappointment, and we're talking about MLB The Show 18, brought on by consistently high standards from year-over-year improvement in the series, I want to reiterate that MLB The Show 18 is the best playing version there's ever Damn. been. Thanks to those numerous visual and gameplay-related upgrades previously mentioned, which is uh, up in the article. In fact, this might be the most authentic on-field baseball game ever produced. Still, it doesn't quite bring (laughs) the excitement simply because the offline modes, especially franchise, have not been significantly improved or upgraded. In fact, the MLB 18 The Show fits the mold of a more traditional pitcher who can pitch but not hit. It's very good at one important thing while other aspects of its game are starting to regress. If I had to score it now... Ahead of being able to play online or Diamond Dynasty, I'd 8. give it 5. an 8.5. Ah, I got it. Um, it's the same thing every year. That's why I won't buy the show anymore. I bought it in 15. I bought it in 16. I bought it in 17 because of Ken Griffey last year, and I was going to play it in 16-bit mode, and it was shit, and I'm over Should've it. Just and put 64. 162-game season because I won't shorten it. I'm just – I don't have that much, much. time. Much. I just don't have it anymore. I don't have it anymore. I love baseball games. That's why I play Super Baseball 2020 on my Nintendo Switch. Uh, Nickelodeon, this is cool. Nickelodeon games are coming back, but on current consoles. And I was like, what the yeah, hell? I'm, I'm like, what? <laughs> so Nickelodeon will be releasing the following games. I don't know if it's going to be in one collection or if they're going to do one at a time remastered, which would be a huge, a huge, huge mistake. Collect Collected, them all together. Yeah, I agree. Put them all together. I agree. In Avatar The Last Airbender, Back at the Barnyard, Cat Scratch, Danny Phantom, L. Tigre or Tiger, Invader Zim, Jimmy Neutron, My Life as a Teenage Robot, Rocket Power, Rocco's Modern Life, Rugrats, SpongeBob, Tack and the Power of Juju, The Fairly Odd Parents, The Ren and Stimpy Show, and The Wild Thornberries. Their original games are get they that needs to be a collection. collection. It does not deserve standalone releases because I'm not going to go out and buy Ren and Stimpy for twenty bucks. Can I get the Rugrats? Yeah, like just give me them all. (laughs) for sixty bucks, and I'd pay. And that's a sixty dollar game, right? And I I would pay for it, but you're 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 screwing with me here. Yeah, there's an update to a previous story. We said that Tomb Raider one through three virtual reality remastered is coming. Well, that may not happen now. The studio developing them put it on Twitter that. They've canceled them and then deleted the tweet. So it's like, what? Are they canceled? Are they still on? We don't know. We don't know. Don't look good. We don't know. We'll see. Uh, It said that the Atari box was going to be unveiled at GDC. Well, it was, and it has a new name, the Atari VCS. Um, (laughs) The pre-order date is going to be revealed next month. It will be, quote, a full PC experience for the TV, bringing you streaming applications, social, browsing, music, and more, and have preloaded Atari games as well as some current titles. It, dude. It might as well just call it VCR. (laughs) It's it's getting shit on. Yeah, I, I, I... 
uh, to me, Atari's been dead, yeah. and it should probably should have stayed that way. Listen, but hey, I, I would like to. I'll say, like, I want to see what you know, kind of games they got, see what it does. But it's going to be. I'm a not going to spend Android money games. on it. It's going to be Android games, so yeah. it's going to be the Steam box. So it's going to be maybe you can play some PC games through it or something like that, and maybe play, play some PC games on your TV. Banging computer and play PC. And everybody does. I know everybody who plays PC yeah. games already does. Exactly. This thing is going to fail, like the Ouya, like the Steam box. This thing is going to go bye bye. Before it even hits a week on so the market. So like, you ain't getting this one? It never was. Never in a million years. The Incredibles are getting a Lego game, though. So that's cool. I mean, the, the movie. The, the one movie. I'd say, I, I guess I really have to finish this movie because everyone is swears that this is one of the best movies they've ever seen. Makes sense they get a Lego game, though. The uh, Pokemon Go. And we're still talking about this. I can't thing. believe it. Uh, they have an event going on now. And this is for the people that still play it. I yeah. don't anymore. And you don't anymore. Um I don't even know if you would, even if it worked. No. It's just it's kind of just I'm over it. But Pokemon Go, two K eggs now. When you hatch a two K egg, you're getting five K and ten K hatches from now until four two. I guess that's kind of neat. If it is really for, neat. for people that still play that, is. it is really neat. Do you know how many two K eggs I had when I stopped playing? A gazillion. Zero. Yeah. Ooh. I have one five K and nine ten. And I'm like, damn, I don't play enough to care yeah. to hatch these some bitches. It's too cold to go walking. <laughs> so I'm kind of over it. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, the remaster leaked and reportedly is only single player. I don't like that. I don't like that I either. Don't, I don't like that at all. I love it because I play only single player. I wouldn't play multiplayer, but yeah. that's the that's no, the basis exactly. of what you're you, doing. You, you give people I'm in the, a minority give, there. Give people the option of playing multiplayer. Yeah, I'm I'm in the minority of liking. So shout out to player. Target for letting us know. Yeah, Target. No, no, Target spilled the beans on another. Oh, game. Oh, 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 that's okay. It's yeah. a good transition, yeah, yeah. Sam. It's called a segue, or it's called a mistake. <laughs> uh, Target has spilled the beans mistake. on uh, Spyro the Dragon, the Treasure Trilogy. They called it um, twice. So we've been trying to get updates on this game and um, Activision is not letting us know and nobody's saying a word about it but then Target puts it out on Twitter we're excited then we're fired up to get into Spyro the Dragon didn't they they, I swear they're always getting the mistakes on Twitter dude they gotta they gotta find a new social media manager because they're like putting it out there this game exists and then a second time after they deleted that tweet they put it out again that they're excited for this game coming out this summer and it's like shout out to Target dude you guys just said the entire surprise is ruined but again this was the worst kept secret in gaming people knew People have known for over a month, and they just won't say anything, even though they've said, we want to remaster a lot more games. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. You At a certain point, you're, you're, it's like Mario plus Rabbids. Last year, that game was a horribly kept secret, and no, everybody knew it was coming. But still, like it's they waited to E3. Now, granted, it turned out to be great, and yeah. it was awesome, but it, nobody was shocked by it. Yeah. This is going to be like, okay, great, you finally announced it. But coming out to this week... Um, that says November 23rd, so I'm going to go ahead and skip that because it's... Oh, yeah, that's not good. March 27th, Batman, The Enemy Within, Episode 5, same stitch, which is two different Jokers. You actually, it's... Oh, you wow. get a vigilante Joker and a villain Joker. Okay. Uh, Bridge Constructor Stunts, Far Cry 5 is the big game coming out this week. I saw the first hour. I really, really want it, but again, I, I don't have uh, the funds to purchase it right now. Uh, MLB The Show 18, uh, Dollhouse... Uh, Maybe the show. MX versus I said that already. No, no, like the. I think oh, the big game. The oh, gotcha. MX versus ATV all out. Agony, Shelter Generations, Terrorism, No one hundred or one thousand eight hundred, and that's it. 
is it's going to be Far Cry Five in the show, but that's enough. Yeah. It's enough to propel keep us you going and to keep you going. But I won't be picking up either of those titles. You got Devil May Cry. You're fine. Even though I really, really want Far Cry Five. Uh, in the tech world, Apple reportedly has revealed an iPhone X Plus coming in September. Five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I have no idea. I wouldn't be surprised. I finally got my hands on the X though. Did you? It's neat. Is it? It's neat. I just got a new. Um case people could finally is this an otter box no, no this no, is a life proof yeah good for you my other one, no one could hear me when i was talking like i guess it was just it, it was my old woman through the ringer so dude, you hear that guys that's life proof right there 44 dollars on amazon baby for a cell phone case yeah i have a clear gel plastic dude, you go to verizon case. they're like 80 bucks i like mine i'm good with it um anyway that's that's pretty much the show we got our pick of the week sam so let's end the show episode 83 with our pick of the week Okay, so I finally watched this this special on Hulu. Finally. Oh man. Yeah. It, it's sorry. He looked at my my notebook. It, it survived the wreck, but it lost its back page. But um, my pick of the week is Batman and Bill. It's on Hulu. Yeah, you talked about it. Last episode, directed, so written, it. and produced by was it Don? Was it Argoth and Sheena and Joyce? But it was like Mark Tyler Nobleman did all the did all this research because he's new. Like. There's no way Bob Kane did all this because all you saw on the old Batman books and was just Bob Kane. That's all you saw. He was the one that went into the meetings. Come to find out that Bill Finger wasn't brought out like into the light until the 60s. It was like I considered the first, maybe second official Comic-Con. But I think there's only two or three interviews of like on tape recording voice of Bill Finger that exists in the world. He said when he started this, there was only two pictures of Bill. After all his, his research, he found 11. Like that was it. This... This poor guy, it, it's so sad what Bob Kane did to him. That if you're a Batman fan, it's only like an hour and a half. I suggest you check it out. It was basically, he was on a mission to get Bill's Finger's name as credit as Batman. Because later in life, Bob Kane says, if I could go back to 15 years before Bill Finger, I would have put his name on. It's like, his name should have been on since day one. He said, Bob Kane in an interview says, Bill Finger created 50 to 75% of what Batman is today. He created, help, basically helped create Batman. Joker, Robin, Catwoman, Riddler, Penguin, Scarecrow, Commissioner Gordon. He came up with the Batman, the name The Dark Knight. He came up with the Batcave. He came up with the Batmobile. He created Batman. My other trivia question was, what was Batman's original color costume? Gray. Red. Oh, wow. So, and he had, like, mechanical wings. He didn't even have a, he just had, like, the Robin, like, eye mask. Like, Bill Finger saved Batman. And everyone says, Jerry Robinson said, Bill Finger was Batman. He said, without Bill Finger, there would be no Batman. I suggest go to Hulu, Batman and Bill. It is freaking awesome. You had mentioned last episode that you were about 15 minutes in. It was already one of the best oh, things you ever yeah. watched. And dude, How it, long it, is it? I think it was like an hour and a half. Awesome. And that's basically my my question to you was his first credit was right. Batman v Superman. And his first animated credit was The Killing Joke. Well, my pick of the week is not Pitch Perfect 3. Because that movie it should, sucked. It shouldn't be. That movie sucked so friggin' bad. We watched it last night. It was terrible. I thought it had some funny bits. And I like the Pitch Perfect movies. They're not bad. I mean, I don't like, actually, I shouldn't say I like them. I don't mind them. Um, but this was fucking terrible. <laughs> uh, uh. It was absolutely terrible. Uh, my pick of the week will be uh, the SMB Warpless Speedrun Tournament. Tomorrow is it. It's okay. the finals. It's the championship. It's the finals okay. tomorrow. The losers' finals, followed by the grand finals, starting tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time on Twitch. Do you know if you're calling it or anything? Or? I'm calling a race in about 
20 minutes okay, awesome. um, to see who gets there. Yeah. Awesome. But I will not be calling any of the okay. finals races because I was too late on the commentary. Okay. I'm pissed. I it, it right, depends. You, you got, it depends. You, you got it depends. Some games. It depends. If my buddy wins and he can't do the call, I can jump in and do the call okay. for the final. I gotcha. Here's the coolest part. I believe Twitch is giving them the front page. Oh, that's awesome. I believe Twitch that's is giving awesome. them the front page. So, oh, you just go on Twitch and there's going to be. It should be right there, awesome. right on the front. That's awesome. Um, that would be so hype for the Super Mario community. Um, I'm super excited to be a part of it. But uh, tomorrow, which is Sunday, March 25th, if you're listening to this on Saturday, 10 a.m., it's you're going to see the Losers Finals, which then determines the who moves on to the Grand Finals of the winner's bracket. It's the winner's bracket winner versus the loser's bracket winner. And you might think to yourself, well, why? Because it's the loser's yeah. bracket. It's a double elimination tournament. So once you nice. lose once, you move yeah. to the loser's yep. bracket. So this guy up top in the winners is undefeated. Yeah. He only needs to win one. And then the person in the loser's bracket has to win twice. Yeah. I like that. that. That's awesome. So it's really, really cool. I love that idea. Um, check it out. It's going to be the last time for the year. I'm sad. This will be my fifth or sixth race that I've called, but I'm super excited to do it today. Um, you're not going to be able to hear that, uh, get to it by now because it's in 20 minutes from now and this episode is not going to be up in time, but tomorrow, Sunday, check out the, the losers finals and then the grand finals for the, uh, super Mario bros warpless tournament. Um, check out our interview with Rupert 83 last week on episode 82, where we did that about 20 minute interview or so about his Mario speed running is one of the best in the world. And also he organized this tournament. So shout out to Rupert for letting me do commentary. I appreciate it. It's been fun. Can't wait for the next one, but that has been episode 83. Make sure to, uh, again, subscribe, leave the rating, leave the review, one star, three star, five star, whatever you so choose. Just be honest. We appreciate it. Give us the feedback. We'll read it on the air. And this coming Monday, the 26th, make sure to look out for the Shane Henderson of Valencia and Promise of Redemption interview. I promise you it's going to be a good one. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Rest in peace, my Subaru legacy. Sam, it's great to have you back. Good to be back.